gamers, and welcome to episode 356 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for May 1st, Dominic. What's going on? Man, uh, I know we've been off for like two weeks, but since then a lot has happened around the world. You know, uh, of course, you know, the the Chauvin trial um, verdict, well, the Chauvin verdict happened, and... Well, they did. They didn't do the sentencing yet, right? No, not that I've seen. No, yeah, they didn't do the sentencing yet. But the verdict, and he got guilty on all counts. So that that was good. I I was happy for that. Happy for the family to receive uh, to get the justice that they um, that deserved um, for George Floyd. But I be I, I this is not. I mean, I know some people see it as a win. It's not a loss, but it's like, yeah, this is great that happened. But does this mean things will be better from now on? Will that mean that we will be treated fairly by the police now, like black people as a whole? Yes, everything changes now, Dominic. I I don't know because it's been some shooting since yeah. <laughs> since the verdict happened. So, uh, or while the trial was going on, so it's. I not that optimistic on that. I it's still a lot of work to do. Put it like yeah, that. But it's hard to see this as like a complete victory instead of just a step towards hopefully something yeah, better. And that's just a, it's just a step. And we have steps. It's just that it's so many step backs. Yeah, that's the problem. It's so many step backs that it's just that like one win really doesn't do enough for the whole like this is good for that family like this is they that they get that justice i mean that they get the justice is good um i do not like what elizabeth warren said i uh, not elizabeth uh, warren was elizabeth warren did no she um, say something pelosi uh, was it pelosi yeah, yeah. i think yeah. it was pelosi the one you showed me yeah. was pelosi yeah was pelosi uh when she's saying that like basically he sacrificed mm. himself yeah like you went for, off like, to war cause. for this yeah. He didn't sacrifice himself. He didn't want to die. No, he, he didn't. This is not the intention. No, it's like no, it's not a sacrifice. And I think even Raiders went overboard oh, saying we can breathe. Yeah, that was bad. That logo. I don't even know they took the tweet down because that tweet was still on like a day later. Really? And the owner said that he's responsible for it. I don't know if he really was, but he took responsibility anyway. I mean, as he should. Definitely. But it's like, what the hell were you thinking? Like nobody, it's one thing somebody said that nobody in the organization is like, okay, this is not good. This is not, this is not good. We we should not put this up. I mean, for multiple reasons. One reason is because I think people were doing having those shirts. We can breathe while after um, George Floyd's death. Like, because when people say we can't breathe, there are people who put shirts that said we can breathe or signs that had signs that said. We can breathe, like mm. people for the police. Oh yeah, so this thing's like th- still up, Dominic. <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> really? That is ridiculous. Man, that's weird. Yeah, but yeah, that that was the big news weeks ago, and it's going to probably be big news when they do the sentencing, also. But yeah, but you know what? Let's get down right into the show. But it's Tom Brady, though. So it's like uh, he willed his defense. He willed the defense to be great somehow. <laughs> I guess we get into what what we've been watching. 
So, God, we, we watched quite a few things together. So I guess I'll go. Cause, so I watched this uh, documentary series. Well, two of them. Uh, well, no, I mean, it's one documentary series, but it's four episodes. I watched two of the episodes. Exterminate the Brutes, which, which is about white supremacy uh, throughout history taken um, over, uh, like indigenous people um like in, in all fashions i mean mm-hmm. it's, it's it's all fashions about um racism and brutality of the minorities or just other races i guess you could say because in some cases it's not really minority thing it's more of just a power thing uh because they go through um the uh native americans of course they mm-hmm. all, uh, and they go through even Things happening, um, the colonization of Africa. It it kind of goes like switches back to different um, locations in uh, different time periods. Also, like they even talk about the um, the British Isle, the the British Islands, the West Indies, I guess, and how like like things that happened there, and also in South America. I mean, it goes all over the place. Uh, the extremes of what the powers to be have done to these races throughout history, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a it's a pretty good documentary. It, it, it's it's pretty good so far. Like I said, I watched two of them, and I think it's it's all right. I think they're about like an hour a piece. Um, the person who's doing narrating is the guy who created it. He's a filmmaker. He is Haitian, I believe. Yeah, he's yeah he's from Haiti. And he's done other films. I I don't believe I ever seen him before. Uh, but he yeah he's the guy who's done the narration on this, and it yeah. it's all right. I mean it's a it's a nice documentary. Okay, yeah, I'd heard about this from a another podcast and was looking at it, thinking about watching it the other day, but I just didn't get to it yet. No, yeah, I mean white white guilt will. <laughs> it, it, it will make you feel guilty, Daniel. So yeah, that's I was joking. No, 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 uh, no that. That's not what it's about. Like, this ain't what that's about. This is just telling you history was done. I mean, it's this awful history that's that's been sort of, you know, kind of not really wiped away. It's not really wiped away, but it's kind of just kind of looked at like, uh, it's a long time ago. We, we're, we're better now. But then it kind of showed things of today that are happening that, uh, are we? It has things... Things are different, but they're still the same, if you get what I mean. Like, it's like, it's, it's some, I mean, some things are still grotesque in other parts of the world. There are horrible, um, genocides that have happened, that has happened or happening, um, in other places of the world. But yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, I think it's something, uh, you should check out. Also, I watch Bar Rainey's Black Bottom on Netflix. This is about Bar Rainey. She was a famous black singer. Uh, damn, I forgot the time period. Uh, I know it's got to be like the maybe the forties. Maybe I saw an old car. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean it, it seems like it's just, just bad. but uh, Viola Davis plays her. Also, Chadwick Boseman plays a trumpet player who's part of her band. Uh, it is, it's done 
like a play. Like oh, it takes place in this one area. Um, well, most of the movie, most of the movie takes place in this one studio, and there, there she's recording a song, and she is like a diva. Like she is just <laughs> telling these guys who are white, uh, like what she want. Like she ain't do it her way. She's like, you do it her way, or she leaving. And she explains why she's she's acting like this and stuff like that, uh, too, in the movie. I'm not gonna spoil it. But it is it's a yeah, it's really done like a play, just like Fences. If you've seen Fences uh with Denzel, I think Denzel also is a producer on this movie. That was because I think Fences was a play and the movie mm-hmm. is kind of set like a play. Like the way the dialogue goes, the way they talk and things of that nature. And it's done really well. Chadwick Boseman, he did get nominated for best actor for this movie. Which I think that was I think he got the wrong category. I think he should have been supporting actor because Viola Davis is the lead actor mm-hmm. on this movie. So it's yeah, I don't know. And I think like if he would have been supporting actor, he would have won the award. He would have got it. Uh, and yeah, that whole the whole Oscar thing is a mess to me. Uh, how they do that? Like it's Oscars. It is politics. It is. Oh, yeah, 100%. And, and, and I'm not talking about politics like Capitol Hill politics. I mean, you can, you can argue that, too. I'm talking about within itself, yeah. politics. Because how they dealing and dealing. Yeah, because how they do the categories is just ridiculous sometimes. Because how is it that the Black Panther movie, uh, Judas and the Black Priest, he's a supporting actor. Right. Yeah, I was just looking at that because I wanted to see who won to see if, yeah, it probably would have beat him. And because uh, now, here's the thing. I've seen most of the Judas Black, Black Priest. I didn't watch the whole thing. Mm. And there could be an argument that he actually is a supporting actor, in the, but in the main actor is the Ju- guy who played Judas. Um, I forgot his name. The guy who played that character, who... um. You know, who was the informant. Mm-hmm. So that could be an argument. But the problem is, you put him in supporting actor too. So Weird. there was no lead actor <laughs> in Judas and the Black Priest. So, no, that doesn't make sense. It's like, wait a minute, this don't make sense. Now, uh, I understand some people say they think the, the guy... Um, Kalua, the guy who played who played uh, Fred mm-hmm. Hampton, should have been the lead because that's the guy they promoted all the time. All the time you see the movie, yeah, you saw him saw. most of the time. So I can see that. It's like, okay, they promoted the movie like he's the lead, so maybe he should be the lead in the Oscars too. But at the, but if I didn't see none of, none of the promotion and I watched the movie, I can see the argument for him being a supporting actor. But you didn't put the other guy as the lead actor, so that the informant as the lead actor, which... Now, so so you basically made it like, what are you doing? You just put, I think you just did that for one of your guys could win something. Because you knew if you split them up, you weren't going to get probably neither award. You weren't going to get the award for lead actor, and you weren't going to get the award for supporting actor. Yeah. And I think Chadwick Bozeman should have been supporting actor, and he would have won. He would have won. He would have won award at least. 
And it was a little crazy that they had uh what is it, NFT logo for oh him? Oh my god, that fucking thing. Yeah. That shit was wild. Well, you you're better at this shit with me because I'm not into the the Bitcoin shit. What is it? NFT. Explain to what the NFT is. Uh, so it stands for non fungible token, and it uh, I guess essentially means a digital good that is in limited quantity. So it represents a physical good in a way. It, I don't know. It, it it all sounds like some bullshit to be honest with you. Something something related to the blockchain which is what cryptocurrencies or, you know, like Bitcoin and stuff are related to. I, I don't know, but it seems like it, it's like a limited quantity thing. So like if I have this Chadwick Bozeman thing, right. And they only made quote unquote, a hundred of them. Then for me to have it, someone else needs to not have it or vice versa. So if I sell it to you, then I no longer have it as a thing, even though it's a digital good and realistically digital goods can be, you know, multiplied in the thousands of times and never actually represent any loss of value really, because yeah, you know, they can just be replicated over and over again. Um, so it, it seemed like it's, I don't know if it started out this way, but when I see it referenced a lot, it's in relation to like artists are going in this direction. Right. So it's like, I created this painting and then you have this NFT that relates to the physical goods. So maybe you aren't hanging it in your gallery or something, but you have exclusive rights to, you know, use it on the internet or something like that. I don't know. It, it sounds just completely messy because like I see some artists being in support of it and, you know, having it as a good way to make money. And then you have people, on Twitter that are just like, I made somebody else's tweet into an NFT because there's like no control over who gets to create these things. And now I technically own your thing and it's really weird. And yeah, this Chadwick Boseman one is just on a different level of fucking, what are we doing with our fucking society nowadays? Yeah, it's like, why? Because at first when I saw it, I was thinking like, oh, they made a bus. But then it mm-hmm. said NFT. I said, what the hell is that? And I said, oh, my God. What the fuck? I was like, <laughs> they, no. Just say, like, hey, support the family, you know, for the death and things. Yeah. You know, just bring great remembrance to him. Uh, but you don't have to go In- over... I mean, Instead, you're weirdly exploiting his image, right? Like, that's what this is. This is weird. Yeah. Yeah, like you said. Yeah, this is weird. <laughs> Man. All right. Uh, moving on. I still got uh, a couple more shows um, that I watched. Uh, Invincible. I've been watching that. I think I'm about two shows behind now. You know, it's it's gotten better. It's definitely gotten better. Um, Like I said, the animation is not great, but... I got used to it, and the story is pretty good, and I'm yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm actually enjoying the show. I think it's worth checking out. Like the first episode was a little slow, or not really slow, but just it was seemed like it was nothing there. It mm. seemed so like it wasn't edgy, and it wasn't. It was just like yeah, the superhero shit, and it was just like yeah, I don't, do I want to watch a cartoon of this? But then it gets good at the end, okay. and 
yeah, that's when I was like, okay, this is okay, this is something. And yeah, it's it's pretty good. Um, and that's all the shows I watched that you haven't watched. So now we can talk about the Captain America and Winter Soldier or Falcon Winter Soldier, but yeah, spoiler alert, he does become <laughs> yes. Captain America. Yes, he does. So, uh, starting off before we go into deep spoilers, I did enjoy it. I I did like the show. I'm trying to think if there was something because it's been a uh, while since. See, I did try to wait to watch it because I was like, okay. well, since we're not doing a podcast last, we didn't do a podcast last week. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not going to remember everything, right. but I ended up watching it Monday. So now I'm still thinking, like, okay, <laughs> was it something I didn't like? Was it something I didn't like? I um. I'm not going to get Pacific yet. But I don't think it was really that much I didn't like. No, I think overall, I think I enjoyed it. The action was great. Mm-hmm. Um, where the story going, I have no idea. But, yeah, I'll see. But, I mean, I, it, it's, I'm curious where it goes from here in Captain America 4. Or wh- wherever they somehow continue the story. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it was good. It was good. So how'd you, how'd you like it? Yeah, I am right there with you. I think the entire series, it, each episode was very well balanced. Like they all had very good actiony bits mixed with very good talky bits, I guess I could say, um, you know, things where they explore things a little deeper, whether it be, you know, certain people's characterizations or, where they are in the world or things like that. Um, I thought the, uh, without getting into spoilery stuff, but the twist was, I mean, about as twisty as I kind of expected. They, they kind of lead you down the road of like, okay, this is where this is going to go. And then, you know, you get the payoff at the end. Um, so I, I'm intrigued by that stuff to see where that's going. This this very much seems like they're going to branch out a couple of things off of this. Right. And that's kind of what they do with all these Marvel properties at this point. They have so much going on at any given time that they're like, okay, this, this thing is going to set up these two other things and then this other thing. And then this, that, and the other thing over here. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I very much enjoyed the series overall. I think, I had my concerns in the middle of the series and I think for the most part they were resolved in a way that I was happy with. I mean, the, some of the stuff got cleaned up a little too cleanly. Um, you know, in, in kind of like all right, we're wrapping up the series, we got to resolve this issue and they kind of did that in a way that feels maybe a little less than satisfying, but it's also hard to believe it would have went any other way, to be honest with you. But I, I am, I do wonder what this show would have been had it had COVID not happened because allegedly there's like this whole pandemic subplot, which is what like the, the um, flag smashers were related to. And that's why, some of their bits feel a little more chopped up because they had to remove stuff that, that related to that because they didn't want to, you know, go into that stuff during an actual pandemic. 
So yeah. I, I'd be interested to see what that bit of it would have been. But overall, I, I think they they hit the mark pretty well. I I I I really they came back and 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 definitely uh, kind of made good on a lot of the stuff that I would have liked them to to make good on and during the middle of the show, I was maybe wondering if they were actually going to be able to hit uh, as well as they did. And I think overall, uh, I'm very satisfied with it. All right. So yeah, again, down to spoilers. So how do you feel about Carter being the broker? I think that's, that's the twist that like is, is kind of obvious, right? Because outside of her, we didn't see anybody else. And I think we talked about this. Like we didn't really see anybody else that it could be. And if you just surprise us and say like, Hey, this guy's the power broker, it's not going to have any sort of meaning if you don't know who that character is. And I know I saw a lot of people talk about when they released the Shang Chi trailer that, oh, hey, maybe it's the Mandarin, and that's why they put out the Shang-Chi trailer now, right before this last episode, which I guess we also didn't talk about because that was uh, right before that Oh, happened. yeah, that was. Um, that, that looked cool. That looked fun. That looked like a fun kung fu movie. Definitely. Yeah, I, I, I like what they're doing with that, and there are definitely touches of that mixed with this. Like It looks like there are some scenes where they're in Madripoor, which is again, why, like I saw a lot of speculation around when this, that trailer came out that, Hey, maybe that would be the twist is it's not Sharon Carter. Cause people are suspecting it. It is. And you know, that's kind of the obvious answer to go with, but they're releasing this trailer. So you go, Oh, Hey, that's the Mandarin that I just saw in the trailer. He's going to be a big player and, and whatnot. Um, so I think that would have been a cool direction to go in. But I'm glad to see that they're doing something with Sharon now. Like I, I very much enjoyed the bits that she was in in this in this show, um, and I'm happy to see them explore more with her. Um, what her actual like agendas and you know how she's puppeteering behind the scenes. I want to see where that goes. Is she really truly she, a villain now? Is she in the comics? Uh, I know the character is, I don't, I don't know that I, or I, I'm pretty sure she is not the, the shadow broker, the shadow broker, the power broker in the comics. I think that's just kind of a dude that does yeah. power broker things. Um, so yeah, I, I, but I believe she is, a, a you know, a character in the thing, but now yeah, her, but- Sorry. I was just wondering, yeah, now is she going, yeah, like you said, is she going to be a villain? Yeah, because now she's she's gotten back into her spot in S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever this current iteration of S.H.I.E.L.D. is. She's back in America, and now she's, you know, on the phone with somebody talking about trading government secrets and whatnot. Um, I saw some speculation that, you know, this could be a scroll and blah, 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 but I also saw a lot of people dismissing that theory because instead of scroll transforming, she was using that like face cover thing that she did for the disguise. Um, Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, that, that, that stuff's cool. The John Walker stuff. I'd be interested to hear your take because I know you were originally saying like, 
I don't want them to make me hate him. I, you know, I, I want to see more out of him. And it seems like they maybe kind of moved in the direction of making him not the villain and making him a more sympathetic character who maybe has redeemed himself a little bit. So what do you think there? Yeah. I, I did like that. Yeah, I did like that he did redeem. Like, I thought he was just going to be straight, like, fuck America. Right. Or, like, like not, not, not fuck America, but, like, fuck the government, anyway. Yeah. Like, fuck the government and the hell with them. But, no, he, him coming out to help and to somewhat redeem himself, I was like, oh, man. I was I was scared he was going to die. It's like, oh, man, they're going to let him <laughs> die if at least he died a hero. But, no, him surviving. So, now I just want to know where they're going to go with this uh, character. So was he an anti-hero in the um, comic books, or was he just a villain? Uh, so I think he was a little bit of both. I think at some point, and I, th- from my understanding of what I've heard people talk about, is maybe what they'll do with him is lead into like a Thunderbolts-style villains becoming heroes in a way, like almost Suicide Squad-ish type thing. Okay. Um anti-heroes becoming heroes or doing heroic things. Uh, I saw a lot of speculation regarding that, like having him and Zemo and a couple of other people kind of on a team, Um, especially with like Julia Louise Dreyfus basically being the, the Nick Fury to their like dark Avengers in a way. Um, So I'd be interested in that because he very much seemed, you know, going in the back, back in the good direction so is he like the rick flag of the team then where he's not really one of the bad guys but he's kind of leading the bad guys um yeah i i i was glad that they did i was definitely glad they didn't just kill him off um and i was intrigued by them kind of reforming that a little bit because when you think about it like what what really bad thing did he do outside of murder that flag's smasher and yeah yeah he, he, that, that, guy guy was was still, that guy was a terrorist yeah so oh, we're, we're labeling we're just really, labeling people <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> there's just, that and that's <laughs> this show is very much about that but but outside of like optics what what was his you know you know what was the thing that actually made him into a bad guy like this dude just killed his best friend and partner you know it's not surprising that he maybe went a little bit overboard the the biggest thing I think he did was kind of besmirch the name of Captain America because Captain America is supposed to be the perfect soldier, right? The guy yeah, that, exactly. that doesn't get caught up in his emotions and doesn't, you know, fall for that stuff. <clears throat> and I, I think that's why it's it's interesting that you then do get to see Sam as Cap because he is the personification of Steve in a different way, right? Like he's not, Hey, everything's perfect. Sunshines and rainbows and puppies. He's giving you the cold, hard truth. Like when he was talking to that Senator or whatever he is, that government official, basically like, look, even just people seeing me as a black man in this captain America suit, that is doing something to people. Some, some people that's, you know, making them hate me instantly. Some people that's giving them hope. Um, but I thought that was a a really good message in there. Like they got, they got a lot of the stuff that I was hoping they would do as far as like him as a black captain America, they got that stuff in there, especially 
with him talking to um, Isaiah and having his history maybe, you know, put on display a little more and acknowledging him as a person. Um, it, it obviously makes it that part of it is a little little clean in the way that a Disney Marvel movie is going to be. But I do appreciate the fact that they kind of address that stuff and even subtle things like when Bucky is staying with them and he wakes up and, and Sam's two nephews are playing with the shield. It's like, I, I thought that was, that was really nice. You know, those were really nice moments. Oh yeah. They, I, I love those small moments that they had in the movie. Though, yeah, like, well, when dealing with the cleaning up everything at the end, yeah, it was a little. Like, Isaiah, I mean, I appreciate it. I, I don't know. I kind of wanted to be like, he respects him, but he said, uh, I don't still agree or something like yeah. that. I don't know. But, no, I, no, I, no, it, it turned out to be a, a good ending. They made it a good ending with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, thought, to, to I thought they did that plot that. line very well. Yeah. You know, they they did. They, yeah, that I I was surprised that we got to see him as much as we did. I was worried that when they first introduced him, he was going to be kind of a throwaway thing, and the fact that they kept bringing him back and having those conversations, like those were the bits where you get the actual like these are the conversations that need to be had kind of stuff. I really like that a lot, especially because. Yeah. On the opposite end, like Carly, it feels like they did kind of just throw that away in in a way. Like they were having some of those conversations about like, you know, what is right and what is wrong. And then at the end of the day, it was just like, oh, she was just here for this bit of this show and we're going to kill her off. Yeah, they, yeah, that, that was, I was kind of hoping she wouldn't die, but I guess she had to die. I mean, they had to make it like she died. Now with Isaiah, yeah, I take that back. I think they did wrap the whole story line with him up, and I like what Sam saying. Basically, he understands him. Like he never mm-hmm. said he was wrong. Right. He's like he he was wrong to feel what he feel. He said he in the position he was in. I mean, just like I said, the position he was in. I mean, you understand why he feels that way. A hundred percent. You respect it. Yeah. But now, yeah, I wasn't what's moving forward with this, and I did not. My friend did look on IMDb reviews of this, and oh, yeah. he said like it's a lot of. He said, I, I and I asked, I was like, well, it's a lot of people who just don't like it, saying it's too PC, and I'm saying, oh hell yeah, he said, no. hell yeah, it's a lot of that, <laughs> like they're preaching or something and things of that nature. Then other people say, they got other people who reviewed and say, well, don't. Let's say, well, don't say it's like, don't listen to those racist reviews. They say it's like, this This is a <laughs> real review. And see, that's the thing. I I need to find a space where I get people with some genuine opinions. I mean, not that they're not genuine. I mean, they, they probably are genuine because they don't. <laughs> but I need opinions that are they're painfully genuine. They, just, yeah, that are not like. They don't want to see a black man as Captain America, or they feel like this is pandering. Right. Or I mean, if or if it's a black person who feels that way, I I want their opinion on it uh, because that's more. I'll because then I really could get understanding of why is it pandering. 
like just from my perspective, or if it's like, oh, they feel like they're just pandering and just trying to cater to a certain crowd. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, it's like you just want things to just stay the same. It seems like. I mean, that's what it feels like. I mean, just give me a like. What other reason why you don't like it? Like, is it something about the show is doing? What does it do? Didn't like it. Like, is is the is the problem really him being a black Captain America? Is that the problem? Like, he just shouldn't be. It shouldn't happen. Uh, it's like, the, yeah. What's the real issue mm-hmm. here? Like, I mean, the way they did it now, when I first heard that, like in the comics, that, oh, uh, Falcon becomes Captain America, I was like, uh, how they did it? It's like, how did they do it? Because <laughs> yeah. did they just give it to him and now he's just it? And then, like, is he just Captain America and, like, the world isn't, they just look at him and accept him or what? It has to be done very well to me, like, to be good. Like, they just did it, like, the world just accepts him and that's it. I wouldn't like it because I was like, "That's not real." I said, "This, this is a what kind of world is this?" It's like, it's like what <laughs> they just accept him for what he is, uh, or if they did it, uh, I don't know. I mean, they did it. Uh, I read a few comics of it; they were okay, but it dealt it did deal with you know his race which it makes sense and like is that that's going to be a thing mm-hmm. and i think it was done well for this show dealing with the whole racial um issue it it was a little preachy maybe but it didn't feel too preachy i mean i don't know it, it felt just right for me yeah like for me it felt it felt right it felt like it was done well like I know there are shows that I felt was too preachy, like <laughs> anything done by the guy who did the White House show. Um, what was it called? Uh, oh, uh, shit. Why am I blanking now? Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. Uh, like the, he West did the Wing. news. West Wing. Yeah, and he did the newsroom uh, what, one, right? The newsroom, yeah. Damn, what's his name? What's his fucking name? Soda's, uh, Soda Berg said no. West Wing. Oh, is your daughter telling us the name? Yes, she's, she's she, trying to from the other room. She, yeah. It was, oh my God. And look, this uh, the West thing ain't even Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin, yeah, yeah, Aaron Sorkin. Okay. Yeah, Aaron Sorkin, I feel like he is preaching. <laughs> like his, he is, it is all so on the nose. Yeah. I the feel like you, told, you were telling me that about like the newsroom one with. Oh, the uh, newsroom. Oh my name? God, it is horrible yeah. with that. Like I had to turn it off, and th- and I'm I, that's what I was like really a staunch liberal. Like I like everything <laughs> very liberal, but I was like, good God, man! I said, get off your fucking high horse, Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, I was like, I was like, dude, you. And then I was thinking, like, who, that's what I was talking to my friend. He said he loved it. I was like, but who is this for? This is for you already believe in this stuff. I was, <laughs> I like shows done by. Let's forget everybody's name, but the, the guy who does the practice uh, in Boston Legal. Oh. Mm-hmm. David, David E. Kelly. Yeah. Because now he, I think he's very liberal, but he does have an opposition that gives some great arguments that will make you think. Like, you won't be, like, I mean, you might choose a side, but you will understand the other side. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I mean, especially with lawyers, like they, they have these, they have cases that was like, oh, I can kind of see why this side believes that. And I can, I can really see their point of view. Yeah. So I, but back to, um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. I think that they, they really did this well. Like they did it well, uh, bringing in race. I don't think they were too preachy. They, it wasn't too much pandering i don't i don't believe it was i think it was done probably one of the best ways to do it um for a show that's also attended for children also right. you know i mean it, it like like this ain't like uh rated r where you can really go deep <laughs> too deep and things of that nature and man or or not just rated r but even really graphic with the content like to really go deep in it because at the end of the day it is a superhero show mm-hmm. so i think that's why it was done probably this is probably the best way to do it for to have the fun of a superhero show but also give a somewhat realistic take or what it would be like if there was a black man in this position as a hero even though i still think the whole getting alone for the boat thing would not have been a problem for him i, I still think he <laughs> would not have that problem right all right so also that real we got a lot we much to be watching. So we got Mortal Kombat. I'm about to say Mortal Kombat 11. No, but it's Mortal Kombat the movie came out. Yeah. The re uh, re uh, remake of it. Well, not a remake, but just uh, the remaster. Re- remaster. <laughs> <laughs> just a new movie. The new Mortal Kombat movie came out. All right. So Mortal Kombat happened, and this movie. To me, was a bad movie. Yes, but but it had some scenes and parts of it that were pretty good. Like there was potential. I see like the potential in this movie that it could have been a good movie. It could have been good. Um, I don't know about great. I mean, it could have been. It be possible to get great, but just to be decent and good, I thought it had potential to do that. It just. It's like you just missed the boat. I don't know. I don't know what, like, why the direction they went with some of the takes in this movie. Uh, but, you know, I was going to go right into spoilers. Um, but, the, uh, yeah, how do you feel about the movie? I agree that it is a bad movie, but I thought it was entertaining. I had a lot of fun with it. I came in with very low expectations and, and some concerns. And,. I don't think they necessarily like blew anything out of the water for me, but it ended up being a very enjoyable movie. And the fact that it's only an hour and a half long also helps because it, it's very quickly paced. Like it, it is, it, it you, it's just like I'm watching a television show or something like that. So it see, wasn't that, like disrespectful to my time or anything like that. Well, see, that's how I see it is that if this was just made for television or streaming, like it wasn't released in theaters, mm-hmm. I would say, hey, this is actually a pretty good Mortal Kombat show. It's a nice little Mortal Kombat show. But knowing that it's in theaters, I I have a higher expectation of movies. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why it turns to bad. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> because... I the the story I mean the story like if it's just the overall story it's fine it's just the how they execute it yeah 
It's also I so slim. Like there's so very little story there. It's like introduce this character, introduce this character, introduce this character. Then we get some fighting and then it's over. Like they didn't have to have Cole. No. Cole, the Cole character. That, that was a bad idea. Like after seeing this movie, I think like there was no reason to have him. Like everyone, everyone keeps saying, um, like my friend, he said, he's the guy who's supposed to be there to help you introduce people who don't know all the combat into the world. I say, well, you can still use a real character to do that. Yeah. I don't. You can do that with the, a Johnny the worst Cage. Fucking, you can do that with a yes. Sonya. Sonya Blade. That's the worst fucking take on okay. that. It's like, what? It's like you have characters to do that. Like like you said, Johnny Cage, which I think will be the main one mm. uh, to do that. Or like you said, Sonya. It, it can look as for them would be weird because they're just normal humans. They don't know about it. Like Luke Kane's been training for it. Mm-hmm. So he was there and Kung Lao. But that's like, why, why didn't they do that? It's like, cause now you got uh, Cole who was just so, he's nothing. Yeah. He's really <laughs> it's just so hollow. generic. Yeah. And then, and then you want to make it like he's the son of Scorpion. So it's like, oh man, yeah, made. And then he, so he sucks too. It's, I mean, say you had the son of Scorpion and, and he sucks. It's like, well, come like on, the, man, the great grandson or something. Well, like well, that. well, not uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, he's not son, son, but yeah, he's a, the descendant, I should say, mm. uh, of Scorpion's lineage. I was really hoping they would just go full on stupid and have him basically like be possessed or transform into Scorpion by the end of the movie. That did not happen, yeah. unfortunately. He got some other stupid power of, like, metal skin, bouncy skin. I don't know. Yeah, and my friend said he think that's a take on him because he gets beat up a lot. Yeah, so I mean, he absolutely. Takes a punch. I, I get where, yeah. where it's coming from, but it doesn't make it any cooler. <laughs> no, no, it does not at all. It does not. And then <laughs> how they finish this Goro so fast. I'm thinking that it should have been a scene where... Goro, like they get Goro to go back to the teleport or whatever, and teleports back to where he's from. Not have him killed that easily. Yeah, there are definitely it's, some decisions. Like it was cool for them to have like Natara and Reiko or what a General Reiko, whatever that guy is. Like characters that existed in those games, but nobody gives a shit about. Like they were in one game, like yeah. four or something like that. And to have them get killed very quickly, but to have someone like Agoro or a Cabal who I thought was pretty excellent in this movie, along he with was. Kano, um, Kano also um, have them. Kano killed. made the movie. Yeah, it, Kano, it Kano seemed like a weird choice. Now, what I believe is that this is Mortal Kombat, and they don't really care. So any of those characters that especially after they see the reception to those characters like a Kano or a Cabal, they'll bring them back. They'll find a way. They'll be remnants or reapers or whatever they called them when they were bringing dead people back to life, like with Liu Kang, zombie. They'll they'll do something. They'll just say, like, oh, when you die, you go to a different realm, and we're bringing them from that realm or something like that. That's where I see that stuff going. Or, you know, I don't know, can Shang-Chi or Shang-Chi... Um, for Quan Chi or oh, Quan Chi, oh, yeah, 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 one of those guys. Can they bring people back to life? I don't know. I don't. I don't remember off the top of my head. But I feel like they'll bring back any of those characters that they really want to. Now, 
Goro, I can also see the argument for killing him because you can just bring in Maltoro if you really want to do something fancy or Shiva or, you know, somebody else with similar kind of power and stature. But the weird thing for me is like how much they wasted having um, Shang Tsung there. Like he did absolutely nothing. Shang Tsung was definitely a waste. Like he's... (laughs) I mean, he he's like one of the, the big bosses before you know Shao Kahn, and yeah, yeah that was a waste. That was maybe a total they're waste. playing and, it. Maybe we need to give him a little more credit, and you know, in the next movie, that'll be him, and then they'll maybe tease you know Shao Kahn or something like that. But yeah, it definitely feels weird to have him there, like bringing all these people together, but we don't ever actually have a tournament because like the whole idea is that the outworld people are trying to murder the earth people before they have the tournament. So they don't have to have the tournament, but does that mean that the second movie is just the tournament maybe? And then we do stuff like that. I, I don't know. There, like you said, there's, there's potential there. And I think, I maybe think there's more potential there than, than maybe you saw in it just because I, I did have a lot of fun in this movie. Like at the same time, I'm not going to sit there and say, Oh, I want to watch it again instantly. But if somebody said like, if my wife who didn't watch it with me was like, Hey, I actually am interested in seeing mortal Kombat," I'd be like, heck yeah, I'll watch it with you. You know, it's that kind of thing where I'm not gonna, not gonna opt out of seeing it again, but I'm also not going to go out of my way to, to watch this film. Yeah, I I mean it's just a film. I mean it's not the worst film ever, but it's like, eh. I mean, I'll wait till the next one. Hopefully everything's better for me. Yeah. I mean, Kano was like I I, I said it before. I think he was the best character. He was funny. He Absolutely. really made the movie. He made it, yeah like a love like 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 it. He brought life you like to me to this movie and Cabal, his interaction with Kano. Mm. And some of his lines, they were great, like for a villain, like that type of villain, you know. Um, and I think it is a movie that needs to be, I think it needs to be a little more outrageous. Definitely wouldn't that, hurt. I th- yeah, I think it needs to be a little more over the top. What uh, was, uh, and this is to be too serious. I think certain aspects can be serious. Oh, Rayton was a bad character. I didn't like Rayton. <laughs> I think, I mean, he was a he bad character. He also didn't do anything. I mean, not, not, not only because. Well, because he didn't do anything. It was just that how he would just say, like, oh, you people, like, oh, this is all we got. And, like, like mm. he wasn't, like, trying to train them. Right. Like, that's not the rating we saw playing games. Yeah. You know, he was, and I mean, the story of, you know, was starting with Nan when it got really deep in the story. Well, um, like, he was, he would be more trying to get them ready or something. He wouldn't be all pissed off and, like, messed up, like, because, yeah. oh, we ain't got the fighters. Or something. It's like, what the hell? I mean, I wonder um, how much of that was supposed to be him doing that to get them riled up and maybe find their powers or whatever. Like, I looking back on it now, it's like, okay, so he let Cole leave because he knew that, you know, something would happen to his family and then he would maybe become superpowered or whatever. I, that's That's my, like generous take on that <laughs> like i'm gonna yeah i don't i don't think give that is a, a it is at all <laughs> I, yeah. I really don't and if it was it wasn't conveyed um well yeah uh, that that was his intent uh but yeah it i wish yeah i wish like there's gonna be some serious takes to this to this movie that like with Liu kang or 
Scorpion. Like, they can be serious, but then other takes can be really out there, you know? It can mm-hmm. be crazy. Uh, you know, just like I was telling you, probably like Guardians of the Galaxy or mm-hmm. the Suicide Squad, something like that. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, yeah, this this movie doesn't need to be too serious. It, it definitely don't. But, man, I just knew it could be a whole lot more fun. And, I, yeah, like I said, I see the potential. Like, for watching it at home, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a fine movie. But if I saw this in theaters, I would have been pissed. I would have pissed I paid money to see this in theaters. Yeah, there's there's definitely so, a value factor there. Like, if I had spent 15 to $30, if if my wife did go or something like that, and <laughs> sat there and watched this, I'm like, oh, this is not great. All right. So that's all for what we've been watching. That was a long one. Uh, uh, we got to watch less stuff. Um, next time. Uh, all right. Oh no, you didn't. I, you didn't I was go just your let shit. it go, Dominic. Just let it go. We'll talk about it next week. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it next week. I probably won't watch anything this week. So, all right. So I guess we get to what we've been playing. So, I'll you go ahead first. I was gonna say I'll I'll ramp in here real quick. Um, played some Donkey Kong Country because you playing it the other week was making me think about it. And I was like, you know what? I don't know that I've ever actually like beaten that game because I was very young when I was playing that game and was not very good at that game. And it turns out Dominic, even with age, I am still not great at that game. Cause it definitely took me a lot of using the checkpoint and reloading feature to get through that goddamn minecart level. Um, <laughs> so how are you good with the burial game but not this one because this seems easy because i get through this game I, I mean it's not i'm not i'm not dying everywhere in this game but that minecart level i don't know it just has my number dominic i never know when it a lot of it is like when i'm coming to the end of a ramp and then they have like the broken down minecart on the next ramp, like right at the beginning. So like trying to clear that, I just, there are way too many times where I don't clear that for some reason. Um, so that's kind of where, where I fall apart there, but otherwise I'm, I'm doing all right. Mostly in the, in the regular levels. Um, I'm still at a point where I definitely played these levels when I was younger. It was, it was definitely around the, um, like the foresty area where it, changes from like jungle to forest where I always got caught up as a kid. So I'm, I'm into that area now and, and working my way through more when you see like the vultures spitting out the little fur balls or whatever they're spitting out for whatever reason, you start seeing like the orangutan guys throwing barrels. Um, but I'm having a good time. That game still looks all right, even though it's like very much like, Ooh, this is, this is, uh, this was a stylistic choice back in the day. I understand why Miyamoto was angry. He was so <laughs> angry. Um, but yeah, I'm having a good time with that, and I would love to finish this and then move on to two and three, which I never really spent much time with. I, I definitely touched them on emulators back in the day, but I never spent a substantial amount of time with them. So, And I've heard they're very good, so I'm, I'm excited to get to them if I, if I go that route. Um, and other than that, it was really just uh, I played the first Resident Evil 8 demo, the village uh, portion that occurred a couple of weeks ago. I didn't get a chance to play the castle stuff. 
And then tonight, as of our recording, is when they open up the full hour-long thing. Um, I was playing with you watching me. I did beat the demo, I think probably because you were able to kind of direct me in the areas that I should maybe look a little more and didn't get distracted too much just by, you know, kind of glancing around. Yeah. It it seems all right. I mean, it, it has a very Resident Evil 4 vibe to it because you're in Definitely like this does. village and, you know, dealing with these weird European people um, who just... <laughs> Like, just making the poorest decisions ever, surprisingly enough. Um, uh, so I, I'm I'm very much... I, I want to see what the castle stuff is and the, the big vampire lady and see how that goes. Because really, I know a lot of people are down for that, but I... I don't like the idea of something like continually following me throughout the game. Like that was my least favorite part of playing the two remake, which was the Mr. X stuff where he's just constantly a threat and you always have to be looking over your shoulder. And I know that's like, Oh yeah, it's a, it's a horror game and that's adds a very horror element to it. But for me, that kind of aspect of like horror and making me uncomfortable does not, does not make me like a game more uh, it it fe- it gives a very like timed aspect to the game for me where it's like i have to complete this in a certain amount of time otherwise he's otherwise they're going to catch up with me so and i don't like that kind of like beat the clock style gameplay um so I, i'm a little bit concerned about how they're going with that if it's just like in these moments kind of things, not like the entire game, but you know, between this and this, I can overlook that. Like the Mr. X stuff was mostly that, but it was, it was very much me going, okay, I got to get to this portion of the game where he's no longer going to be following me. Cause I don't feel like dealing with this for the rest of my time. Um, but I think visually it looks good. I'm playing on the, the, the base PS4, is where I played that demo and I thought it looked fine. I wasn't, you know, blown away or anything, but that's to be expected. I'm not playing on a next gen console yet. Um, I thought feel wise, it feels fine. It, I don't think it's up there with like a doom or anything as far as first person shooter, but I don't think that's their intention. Um, and it's really just going to be about getting a feel for it. Cause like there were those, uh, werewolf style enemies that we came across and it felt like it took a lot of bullets to put them down. And in a game where it seems like maybe ammo is going to be sparse, that could be concerning, but you know, that's resident evil you know in a lot in, of ways. And I was looking at this until Paul, cause I think there were some other weapons too around like, oh, really? like, okay. a, like a mine or some traps or something. I think you I did lay. pick up a landmine, but I just didn't end up using it. Yeah. I think I did. Um, yeah, and if, as you get like more familiar with like the environment that you're in, especially if it's like an open world kind of thing and you equate inqui- whatever, you get more familiar with it. You know, you'll okay, this is where I can kind of funnel guys if I get in trouble and I can lay down a landmine or something like that. That'd be cool. Um but yeah, I, th- I think it's all right. I 
one of these days it's still like to play seven, but I always wanted to try it out in VR, even though that seems fucking frightening. And they just never did that on the PC, which sucks. So what'd you think of what you saw of that demo? Oh, uh, I believe, I mean, it looks, it looks good. I I mean, I'm just, it's, those are just not games. I'm not going to be playing, man. Yeah. Uh, cause, cause <laughs> I just can't get through them. I mean, it looks, it looks all right. I'm curious, uh, with the story the story goes with this but i'm like actually that's a lie i'm not that curious i mean i just <laughs> want to watch it just to see scary shit happens yeah. the story is just going to suck anyway the I story think just suck. seems weird because i don't even know who the guy is that i'm playing as and part of that is because i didn't play seven but like yeah he was in seven how did he get involved in all of and this then weird his umbrella wife is shit dead now but they had then the baby gets taken it's like darn man you just have such a bad life <laughs> what's such a horrible life yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, I it's just I me. Mean, I'm glad people are going to like it. Uh, I mean, I mean, I hope I hope people like it. Well, I should say because it's not out yet. But yeah, it's not a game for me though. These these aren't games that I play. I can't play them. Unfortunately, I wish I could. I wish I could get through them. But I just can't. All right, so I guess I get through what I've been playing for the last two weeks. So. I play some Fall Guys. They are on season whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, and and so I think it's now three I'm seeing, right now because they have four coming out. Oh, okay. Well, there's a lot of new stages because I oh, was nice. playing all new stages when I was playing. Uh, there was and there's different modes too. You have a squat. You can squat up with people mode, which mm. uh, I mean I have nobody to squat up with, so I didn't. Maybe do that it. is for but, the, but then they have a mode where. It's almost like maybe it's, I don't know, it was weekly or maybe weekly, like some special event mode or something, like something that's going around. Like this one, I played, it was like supposed to be like the best voted levels. And it was one that was almost like neon or nighttime or something, I guess. And it's almost like a race. It's a race. So you have to race through the course, you know, go through the obstacles and everything. And certain um, how many people you know how they do like certain amount of people can win. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one where um, I there was a fan, not a fan. It's like the platforms. It's like different platforms at different levels, and you got to keep jumping on each one, and then because they disappear, they start disappearing, and then you fall to the next one, and then until you get to the bottom one where you die, and. I made it to that one. Um, that was like the last stage. I think it was only like four stages. I made it to that one, but I died. And I did some. What did I do? How did I die? Did I die just from falling or? No, actually, no. I don't know if I made it to that one. <laughs> now, <laughs> uh, maybe I just stood and watched that level. There was one level I did. I fucked up. Because again, I didn't listen, read the directions of what you're supposed to do, <laughs> and I just felt I just died quickly, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's it! Oh, that's, oh, 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 that's it!" I was like, "This is over." Um, and I think I just let it run, and I just watched somebody the next stage play. But uh, yeah, that uh, the game is still. I mean, it's still fun. Um, it's it's a lot of variety now. So now at least I'm not playing the same stages. I. I can't remember because it's been so. It's been a while since I played it. Like, what was the other stages I played? But yeah, it's it's a lot more variety now, and so I was like, so I'm glad the the game is growing. The game is mm-hmm. growing. 
I can't wait till it comes out. It's coming to the Switch, right? But is it coming to Xbox? Did it say it's coming to Xbox yes, One? Yes, it's supposed to yeah. come to both, but it's been delayed until yeah. we don't know when. It was supposed to come out this summer, that's, and it's that's right. Just been yeah, delayed. This one, what a why? I wonder why. Like what, COVID, Dominic. COVID. No, no, that's just an excuse. That's an COVID excuse. COVID vaccines. Angle. Everybody's got to wait to get their Texas vaccine. Texas is open. They're doing everything <laughs> big there. But yeah, the good thing sold. there is there's going to be cross-play, they said, at launch for those. So across everything. So the player base should be pretty big around that oh, time. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's good. That would be nice. All right. So I also played some more Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, they, the scene after you leave Don um, Canero, um, his house in Wall Market, being his mm-hmm. mansion or whatever, and you go through the stores, you know, you're trying to get back to Sector 7 because mm-hmm. they're about to drop the plate down. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the plate in uh, Midgar. Uh, now, if you don't know Final Fantasy VII, the city of Midgar is made up into a top level and a bottom level. The bottom level is the slums. The top level is p- normal people. Um, as funny, as bad as says normal people, <laughs> I can say the normal people, <laughs> but the normal they, they, people I guess the, middle, the middle class, I guess the middle class are rich, I guess, I guess, even yes. though, you know, you never really go there, um, no. in the old game, I've never been to the top level, really. I mean, top level to see what they look like now. I just figured it was like golden saucer, but like personify there. <laughs> so. They so you got the news that the where well, the plates about to drop in sector seven. It's like it's uh, I believe it's seven. Is it eight sectors or seven? I think it's seven sectors. I think it's seven in Midgar. Yeah. yeah, and sector seven is where your group stays really, and they're about to drop the whole plate and just crush the whole section. So all those people down there, um, and blame it on your your terrorist group avalanche. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to hurry up and get there to stop it. So you have to go through the sewers, and then you go to the train, gra- um, the train graveyard. Uh, that's oh, this is all in the first game. Now, yeah. what they changed in this game, they made that train graveyard like it takes time just to get through the sewers. But then you go through the train graveyard, and they really stretched that out. Uh, oh, really? It was a lot longer than I wanted it to be. And there's like a little <laughs> story of these ghost kids. How oh, weird that. It just like I was just not feel there at all. I was like, could I would be like, get the fuck out of here, you stupid ghost. I gotta go out here and stop this plane from falling. I don't give a damn about your problems. Yeah, um, people who and, aren't ghosts yet to see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like these kids. It's like something in, in Aerith she could communicate with them. I was like, goodness mm. gracious. I was like I'm like, Aerith, can you speed it up? Can you ask the ghost kid to please <laughs> tell us to go? Cause we got people to save. But I finally get there to the pillar to help stop the plate from falling. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you know for the uh, original game, spoiler alert, guys, if you want to know, know this, um, just fast forward a little bit. Uh, the, you know, your group, most of your group dies. You know, Jesse, Reg. Yeah. Biggs. Uh, let's see the guy. Biggs. So, the, the guys from Star Wars. Yep. So, Biggs, Littles. <laughs> but uh, but Jesse is it? I don't know why they get that name. But anyway, but no, Biggs and Red just always in games. Jesse, I think they just added for this game. So Jesse and Biggs die, and it's sad. It's sad. It's sadder this time. It's a lot sadder this time. 
I think they drag it on a little too long with the talk. Like they could shut up and and and, and still be all right. But the like I said, the dialogue in this game is not great. And I'm like, okay, this is a nice scene, but then they keep talking. It's like you fucked it up. You fucked up the moment. There was mm-hmm. a it was a touchy moment, and you just kept talking. You and then and then Cloud's reaction, like he doesn't know how to. He's like, oh, oh, I have any emotions. I don't know how to deal with them. Uh, it's like, what the uh, fuck? Uh, I don't <laughs> yeah. Know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, oh, and Reg doesn't though. It looks like Reg doesn't really. Does, he when he falls, you know, in the game he dies. In yeah. this, he doesn't. Huh. He just he's just injured. Okay. And I'm not sure if he's really dead even after the plate falls. If if he died, because we we go into this underground where we we go back, like you don't go back in the original game. In this game, you leave to go find Marlene, uh, uh, what's his name, Mister T's um, daughter, and then <laughs> you go back to um Sector Seven to see if anybody survived. So you see all this rubble and shit, and then you find this underground place and you see. Reg is down there, and you're like, "Oh, we out Reg," but then something goes wrong, and then you go through another dungeon, basically. And like, like it's like like it's a, it's a Shinra lab or something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they they really change this. They really stretch out the story, and I think this stretch some of the stuff stuff that they stretch out is not worth it to me. It's mm-hmm. not that great. Like the train graveyard thing, that was not great. I did not like that. A section of the game at all. Some things are good, like me getting to know Biggs, Wiz, and Jesse more does make that scene with them dying definitely mean a lot more. It's like, oh man, this is pretty sad. And also the fight scene with Reno and I forgot the other Turk name. It's Reno and I forgot his name, but that was all right. That was all a cool scene. Is it rude? Uh, the rude, bald yes. one, right? Rude, yeah. rude, yes, rude. That was a um, cool fight. And there was another fight I had. I hate the ghost. It was a boss ghost oh, weird. in the chain graveyard mm. that um it because a lot a lot of times when I try to attack it, it's just immune and I don't know what to do. It's like what the fuck am I supposed to do then? And I, I don't <laughs> I can't dodge anything. And my computer characters aren't dodge, so I had to keep healing them. So I ended up putting it on easy. At that point, sometimes I change the game to easy when I just keep dying against the boss. I was like, this is getting frustrating. I'm fucking. <laughs> and because it was my, because my other characters, the, if I'm not controlling them, they're not dodging and then they're dying. And I was like, I, I don't know how to stop them from dying. Uh, But other than that, I mean, I'm still enjoying it because, I mean, I'm enjoying it because I, I want to see what happened. You know, mm-hmm. I want to know um, what they do in this game, uh, like what what they add to this game from the uh, original one, because it does looks good. Um, the fight, I mean, the battle system is okay. It's not it's not great to me. Like overall, the game is just it's all right. It's an all right game. It is not it, it's not great to me or anything. It's not bad or horrible mm-hmm. it's more of a curiosity is why i'm playing it really just to see where it goes it's not like i'm like for if like playing through this game i'm not really excited for the next one like i'm not excited for it 
I'll be, I'm, I'm just be curious about it, just like this one. But it's not really doesn't bring any excitement to it. Like the game is okay to me. It's not, it's not great. All right. So what else have I played? I played um, a new game for the Xbox. Anyway, it's been on PC. Second Extinction. Okay. Now it's on it's on Game Preview, but it's free with Game Pass. Um, so it is a first person shooter where you're shooting dinosaurs. So that sounds great already. Yeah. It's a co-op shooter. I think it's three-player co-op. Okay. I guess that's the balance now. I guess the balance is three players. Which is so weird. Like, people, I guess we four players. We don't want to make bots, so we're just going to make it three players. So, I think four, maybe four players is, like, maybe they feel like, oh, four-player co-op is too much. I think three players is the sweet spot. I, I don't know. But anyway, you... You go through the world with um, your team, or you go by yourself. It's hard. It's harder though um, if you do that. And it's an open world game. It has different sections that uh, change, uh, I guess, daily, or it, it changes. Like some sections will be easier than others, um, and then they'll switch. Like they say, "Oh, is the infestation of dinosaurs big here?" The story. I don't really know to understand the story. I didn't really listen to it. What I get is that. This is some planet. I don't know if this is Earth, but some mutated dinosaurs just came to be, and they attack you, and they're all teaming together. So it's not like wildlife with dinosaurs. Yeah, they're teamed together. Like the Triceratops and the Raptors are working together to kill you. Oh no! I was like, (laughs) so I don't know. Maybe some alien goo got into them or something. I don't know. But they are (laughs) mutated because they they have different dinosaurs that different abilities. One that can kind of warp around oh uh then you have uh one that can kind of shoot out like poison or something like that almost like the dilophosaurus you know in Mm -hmm. jurassic park but it's like a green slime toxic slime or something you also have different classes of characters you can be i choose the heavy it's a heavy seem like jamaican woman who i am like a miss cleo miss cleo who who can carry a chain gun (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, and I mean, it does. She, she has an accent, so uh, yeah. I mean, she's one of the Formosa Islands. And you also have abilities you can use to help your team. I have one that I can heal the team up, and then I have an ability where I can put down traps that, like a fence, electric fence type of um, gate thing. Like I put a pole down, the pole, then electric fence come, and then the dinosaurs come through. They get shocked. And I can shoot them. And you get you get other weapons too. Like later on, I think I unlocked the shotgun. That was because the only gap that I had was a minigun and my uh, pistol, whatever it is. And then you level up, you unlock things. It's not a shooter looter though. I can't really say it's that. It's not like you collect a ton of loot. You do collect some, like from the dinosaur. You collect things you can use to um, craft, like when you go into the menu system, like, when you leave out and go to the main menu, like, when you want to upgrade your weapons, use the stuff you collected out on the field. I, But it, it doesn't feel like a Destiny too much. It's like a cross between Destiny and... Uh, psh, I'm trying to think something else. Because it's not really an RPG, you know? I mean, even though, even though you do level up, it's not really... It doesn't feel like an MMO... I mean, not MMO or semi-MMO, like, Ludisher, like, RP, like Destiny-ish. Mm-hmm. It, 
just feels like a more closer to the regular shooter. Just with those, some of those elements are there, and it's like it could be fun, but I can tell like eh, it's not something that I can stick with unless I'm playing with people. And even then, it's a little bare. Uh, it's not a lot of variety to me. I haven't seen. I felt like I'd seen mostly everything. I just saw a T Rex for the first time, and it killed it killed me. Because I was by myself and <laughs> I had no chance in hell. Yeah. But a lot of things feel like you're picking up crate packages. Like it's, they, give, they give you objectives to go to, like go to this warehouse area, clear it out with dinosaurs, and like collect this um, crate uh, or like storage container or something. And and you're supposed to put these like boosters on so it can shoot up to the sky. So I guess it's going to some. Some spaceship or something, I guess. I don't know. It just shoots up in the sky. And, yeah, like, you also have this ability where you can shoot down, um, you can bring, not shoot down, but bring down equipment. Like, if you need something, like some boosters to shoot up the crate, you can bring down this equipment. It comes, shoots down from the sky. And I think you can use it to, make, you might can use it to kill dinosaurs doing that. Like it, may, it might land on a dinosaur because, I accidentally landed mines on with my uh, the guys who I'm playing with, mm-hmm. and they just flew out the way. Like they just bam, it just flew. I don't know. I don't know if it damaged them though, but it did do. It made them pop. So oh shit, I I didn't realize y'all got into my um shit. <laughs> so, but you can get ammo from that. You can get um like I said the boosters or some other equipment that you might need in the game. You go through other areas' objectives. It's like um, go through nests and to shoot out the dinosaur eggs to kill, to, to kill, um, basically commit gen- genocide and um, just kill, <laughs> kill, kill them all. Yeah. <laughs> Get the dinosaurs and the and the younglings, Daniel. You kill oh, the younglings. Yeah, <laughs> it's. I mean, it's cool. I wish there was more variety. Uh, I, there was an area where it seemed like it was snowy, and but I was hoping. I don't know. The vibe is still. They're a little bland to me. They're a little bland. Mm. And uh, what else? It's it's like okay. Like if you got Game Pass, this is good to try it out. I don't know if I would pay for it. I, I know it's on Steam, I believe. Yeah, it's on Steam. I wonder how much it costs. It's just I don't know. It, it's. I don't feel like there's enough meat on it, but it's a game preview, so maybe they'll be adding, you know, more things to this, uh, yeah. uh, more content. Looks like it's twenty five dollars on Steam regularly in eighteen seventy four right now. That's yes, I think that's a good price then, because okay. it's definitely not a fifty nine ninety nine type of game. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not that. Uh, it's but it's cool to jump in. Shoot some dinosaurs. Now, with the machine gun, I had to turn off. Now, I played on Xbox and PC. Because it's on um, Game Pass on PC also. On the Xbox, that machine gun, the vibration... Oh, shit. My Xbox hurt me. So I finally hooked up my Connect. <laughs> yeah. Um, now we're talking. Okay, it went away. So... I um the vibration was so strong. I mean, thinking that machine gun, like I'm like, good God, 
can you tone this down a bit? It's like, <laughs> I, but they don't have nothing that says like to tone it down. They just have it, you know, off or on. So I just oh, turned man. it off. Cause that thing was like rumbling hard. I'm scared my it's gonna break. It's like, oh my shit, my rumble's gonna <laughs> come out my damn controller. So, <laughs> but on the PC is it didn't felt that hard um, with the rumble. So I I don't know. I don't know what was going with that. Maybe I sh- maybe I should write to them. Maybe it's something they can patch in. Say, hey, yeah. you need the rumble a little steadier because it is not only is like is going hard, is loud. So it's very <laughs> distracting. Because I and then I'm used that, then that was my only gun, is machine gun. So I was like, oh yeah, I gotta turn this off. Yeah. Um, but I guess this is the closest thing you're gonna get to like a Turok game or a Dino Crisis, I guess. Mm. Um, type of game. All right. So what else have I played? I played some Kazi and the Wild Mask. I finally oh, cool. I picked that game up. That new platformer, the platform I played last year during the um, indie fest um, mm-hmm. game stuff. Indie, yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah. So this game is so far I only played about a few levels, and I, I think I like to take what my friend said. It's a cross of well, he said a cross of like a Mario and Altered Beasts, I say it's more like a, maybe closer to like a Sonic. I mean, it's not fast like a Sonic, but just kind of environments. Or Donkey Kong and like Altered Beasts. Because of, you know, you get those masks that gives you abilities. Just like in Altered Beasts, you, you know, you turn into those creatures. And you can't just take them off. You can't just like take the mask off and then put it back on. It's like, it's for that section mm. of the game that you use it for. But no, it's a nice little platformer. It's fun, you know. Collect it on. I think you'll like it. You'll, you'll definitely like it, Daniel. Did you try? Did you try it? Yeah, when back doing yeah. that stuff, we I played. Yeah, it. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely like to play it. Yeah, it, it's a fun. It's a it's a it's a fun platformer. I I finally got to the one where you can be the bird mm-hmm. and fly around. And now I just went back to collect some things because yeah, the, uh, you do. There are stages to unlock if you do collect certain. Um, jewels like I think it was just like this green jewel or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, you need this many to collect. I said, oh crap, we're going Mario route with this <laughs> shit. Oh man, with the stars. And let me go ahead back here and collect it then. Mm-hmm. But no, but I like the game. It's it's definitely it's it is fun. It is fun. Causing the wild man. So I think you should try it out. Is it on Switch? I was just thinking that. I feel like it has to be, but I think it's thirty bones too. Yeah. I think my friend, my friend was looking it up, and he was like, "Oh, thirty dollars." Uh, I was like, "Oh, I mean, yeah, it, it's thirty dollars on the Switch right yeah. now." I'm not going to say it's not twenty worth it. on the PC though, because Switch, <laughs> freaking Switch. Oh, um, and it's thirty dollars on the Xbox. Cause my friend was looking up there. Oh, okay. So the consoles is a premium because of reasons. But um, yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> so you get it on the PC, get on the PC. I'm not gonna say it's not worth it though. It's even on I mean, the Stadia, Dominic. For how much? Thirty dollars is. Oh well, it's a pre-order, but yeah, it's thirty dollars. Yeah, is it a pre-order? No, I can buy it now. Okay, so yeah, still thirty dollars. All right. So what else? Um, I played. Yeah, I played something else because I'm looking at something else here. Okay, Pac-Man 99. I did play that a few weeks ago. I was going to talk about it last week. That game is fun. I don't know the rules because <laughs> uh, they don't have a tutorial. 
Yeah. So I don't know what I'm doing. Like, like as far as they got those buttons, I think just like in Tetris and Mario 99, like, hey, do you want to attack this type of person? Like, they, it has, I'm trying to think what it, what it is. It says speed, um, level. It, it had different things. And I don't know, I don't understand. I don't understand, like, is my ghost going to the guy who's the fastest? Oh, is that what that means? Yeah, that's or, weird. Or if I mess up their speed, what is going on with that? I don't understand. But I just said, I'm just going to play, play Pac-Man and just say, I uh, hope I just win. Yeah. So I think in this the- one, there are two different like settings. Like You have your stuff, so maybe speed is like, if you get a power-up, you can go faster. And then there's like the normal Tetris-y ones. Where it's like top player close to elimination oh, okay. kind of thing. Oh, so that's mines. Oh, I, I didn't think. I, I think that's realize. what it is. Because I tried playing this. I remember now. I tried playing it, but I started like three games and it kicked me out like before I even moved in most cases. I don't know what was going on with the servers that day or my internet that day or whatever was happening. Yeah, that's weird. But yeah, I yeah, because I haven't had a trouble with the servers. But I played uh, quite a few games, maybe like ten mm-hmm. um, total, and probably over to that because I yeah I played for more than uh, yeah I played that last week and I played a little bit this week too. So yeah, the game I mean it's fun as Pac Man. So I I did just it was the reason I just enjoyed it, uh, and I think the highest place I got was in the twenties. I think uh, that's the highest I got because it gets to a point where oh fifty fifty players left and then things start going crazy. But then I didn't know because there's some, like, the uh, some other Pac-Man on your on your um, board sometimes, mm-hmm. and they slow you down. Like we go through them, they slow you down, and I guess that's like a way to mess you up. I don't know. If the, I don't know if the players are doing that or that's just a stage. But I think the players then, are doing that. So then, well, why do you think that? Because uh, I believe i saw that as part of one of the things i was watching about it okay and so but then there's one where it's like a red pac-man and i didn't know it could hurt me i didn't know what it was going to do to me i just tried to go through it and, and, and i died i said like, oh, how the fuck i supposed to know that was the bad one <laughs> i thought it was just yeah. something maybe by slow me down or something but i didn't know it was going to kill me i would have avoided it so yeah it's that's the only thing it's like they don't really tell you how to play this game which i think that's pretty bad also, that's just the base game. There's a full game because you get um, more stages. Also, you um, uh, other games. I didn't look at them though because you had to pay for it. <laughs> you know, so the the one that's free ish, that's free with the online service, is just Pac-Man '99, and they'll show you the other stuff you can get. You also, they are they got it so that you can buy different stages like. Like different borders, like your stage can look different. Uh, let me see skins. I guess yeah, that's what I'm looking for. They have different skins for your stages too that you can buy. You know, little my tra- transactions like that. I'm sure. I think Tetris got that too, but I, you know, I never looked at Tetris that much. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. So, but yeah, Pac-Man 99. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a fun game. I mean, if you got don't last services. Yeah, just check it out, man. Just that's that's. But as I don't know, like I said, I don't know to understand the rules. But 
It's if you like Pac Man, they ever let me play it, Dominic. Okay. Um, and last um, but not least, I played some more. I, I played some. I say some more because I did play four. But Zombie Army Four, I played it on the Xbox. It's on Game Pass, mm-hmm. and I played it on both on the Xbox and the PC. It was really well on the PC, like a nice. whole lot better. So I just stayed with the PC, and yeah, it scratches that itch. It's just like. Uh, the game that just came out, Outsiders, Outriders, Outriders. It, it scratches that that shooter itch for me. Hmm. Okay. Like just mowing down a whole bunch of zombies, uh, third person action, you know, and um, also have it. Wait a minute, did I? I talked about this last week, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, so I did. Yeah, uh, I was did. right. I was right. I was right. Okay, I did play some more. Okay, it's not not last week, but two weeks, two weeks ago. Here, yeah. All right. So. Now I play some more of the campaign. Okay, so I play some more of the campaign, and I I forgot where I'm at. Maybe in somewhere in Italy. It looks like we're going through the canals there. And so, and zombies, we got to keep stopping, and got to get, get fuel or do something to make the ship go. Then, of course, you know, get a bunch of zombies coming at you, Nazi zombies. <laughs> and just mowing them down there. It's just, it's fun as hell. I haven't played with people yet, which I, I'm going to probably do next time. Cause it's definitely getting harder for me to get through this shit by myself, but it does. It, it's it's fun. Like if you like third person action games, shooters, you no, know, like gears or things of that nature, this is up your alley. Like this Outriders, yeah, they scratch the itch. Like and, and Outriders, I did play a little bit more last night of that game. Play with people, and it's just fun as hell playing Outriders, man. Like that that game is fun. That's actually an all right game. Like this as a right now. Is my favorite as far as those looter shooters. Nice. Um, Wilson Destiny. It's just it's something about the game that it the guns feel great. Now mm-hmm. the story, it's now it, like I said, I was interested in it. Now it's not it's not as great. But then again, I I gotta blame the people I play with too because they always want to skip the cutscenes and <laughs> they're not letting me stay to watch. Well, I can, but I feel bad. It's like they want to skip, but I want to yeah. watch. But I think one cutscene I did didn't skip because I was like I really want to hear what this guy say saying right now. So I was like, "Yeah, fucking have to wait." Say so this was his game's four. It's like we gotta watch these cutscenes, all right? <laughs> but luckily nobody sent me nothing angry to say, "Hey, hurry up and <laughs> skip it." But yeah, the the weight of the guns and Outriders, it they feel good. I mean, it it feels good playing this game, and it's just I'm trying. to think of like what makes it so much better than Destiny for me I think Destiny is just harder to get into especially now like it's just because now they keep changing the the game now because now they, they took out certain worlds mm-hmm. because their servers I guess they can't they don't want to hold um all those worlds with different people in there and keep it focused and it's just I don't know it's it's just easier to jump into Outriders for some reason than than Destiny. Maybe I, I mean, maybe I had a better experience in Destiny. Maybe I had we were playing with people. I can get into it. But at, at the, oh yeah, so I think it's locked into especially the what is it called uh, the Destiny where you have the 
the big events, like we had to have people there. Not the big events. Um, not the raids. The raids, yeah, the raids, yeah, yeah. I think the raids that was terrible because you couldn't do matchmaking for raids, which I think is that was a bad idea. Like I was like, I don't have a group, man, that that big. I need you need to help me out here. Mm-hmm. So, but this game, yeah, it's that scratch. It, it um, scratches that third person shooter itch for me, and plus it being um, free with Game Pass. I mean, that definitely helps. That helps this game out a lot. Because I would never gave this game a chance if I didn't have a Game Pass. I would just thought about Destiny and Division and be like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to jump in this one. I'm not going to like pay for this one. I don't really know much about it or anything. And if I was, I'm just going to stick with Destiny. Because I got, technically, I got that um, with Game Pass. So, <laughs> and Destiny's free. And like, technically, Destiny's free. It's free to play. Right. So I was like, I'll just play that game. Oh, yeah. I also... God, it's, it's been two weeks. All these fucking games. Good <laughs> God. This is a long segment before we get to the flashback segment. Yes, it is. All right. So, MLB The Show. I did play that. That is on Game Pass. And, man, I I do have a lot to say for this. <laughs> so, MLB The Show uh, 21... It, the game itself, like just the gameplay wise, it's it's fine to me. It's it's a great baseball game. As far as features go, it feels like they're taking a step back. Well, they just well not really a step back. It's like they're changing things. They're really turning into what two K and Madden is now. Of really trying to force you to be play the multiplayer. Like, really trying to get you into playing the multiplayer, I should say. Mm. Like, they really... Because now, you're my player in the show. is connected to your player for the Diamond Dynasty. And it's... I don't know... I mean, I know why they probably did it. I mean, that's this is what 2K did. 2K is, you're my player, is the player you used for the multiplayer on the court stuff. Now, man, I don't know, because they don't really have a multiplayer. Um, but they just fucked up. What Madden did was <laughs> that they just fucked up the franchise mode so bad that they'd be like, well, you just, hey, play our multiplayer. That's where we make all the best stuff. That is the um, the car packs, my ultimate team. But anyway, also, they changed the way you get XP and Stubs. Stubs is the currency. They made it so that if you are playing a franchise mode or my player and you change the sliders. Now, sliders is where you can change the difficulty, not only the difficulty, but how specifically the difficulty of certain aspects of the game. Like, this is all, this is in all sports games. Like, if you, Mm. in baseball, you can make it so that, hey, um, the human player will have you can move the slider to make the your power bat your power at bats a whole lot better and stronger or your contact or your pitching you can make specific things just easier or harder if you change anything in the sliders you will not get any xp or stubs now that might not sound like a big deal because it's like hey i don't play multiplayer anyway so i don't care about getting that stuff but like i said before um, in the older games, like 2017, MLB The Show, 
all that stuff extra for a mod player, like your shoes, your bat, um, equipment, different equipment. Also, the sounds on the field, like not not the not the sounds, but the uh, announcers, what the announcers will say. Like when you hit a home run, like the special things announcers say when you hit a home run, that's all locked behind cards. And the only way to get cards is to get experience and, and stubs. So if you change your stocks, you're not going to be getting them. And then you can't get that extra stuff. So it's like you're really tying all this stuff together. And like you just made it worse. And just like people were complaining. I looked at forums. People were complaining like all I play is franchise and my player. Or I just play my, my um, the um, road to the show. That's what it's called. That my player is road to the show. All plays road to the show or franchise. This which is me. That's me too. Right. And for you to lock me out for playing in my way, because some people put their sliders to actually make it more realistic. Like there's people who go through these algorithms, man, on this shit to say, hey, this is probably the most realistic sliders to make it like realistic game of baseball. And people like to do that. Like I used to do that for franchise mode. But if I do that, I'm not gonna get anything. Um, and it sucks. So it's like, I had to play on their regular default sliders to get stuff. Um, which I'm, I'm not doing that for franchise, but franchise, I said, fuck it. I'm just going to play it the way I want to play it. My players where I'll leave it as default. Mm-hmm. Cause I want to get new equipment. I want to get new cleats. Cause they bring you attributes also. And also you have something that's new that wasn't in the game two years ago. A loadout where you can get um, the special, um, the, the special tokens or whatever they are that has a uh, specific attributes towards gives you specific attributes towards like your batting or your pitching or your your fielding. So, and the only way to get them is through experience. Also, mm. so I'm like, oh, they really they fucked me. So I can't I can't put the slaughters where I want it to be um, to make things just my experience because it's like this is my experience, but you're making it that I have to play it your way. You're not making it so easy for me to play it my way or if I, I can play it my way, but I won't get any. I won't get none of the items that I want to get. Now, like I said before, the good thing about this is that you don't have to rely on the car packs to get items to because you're getting random items. So it's like, ah, I'm not gonna get the items I want most of the time. Cause I don't care about the players, the player cards, because I don't play online. All I care about is the item cards. You can just save up, you can sell those cards and get stubs for them and use the stubs to go on the auction marketplace, community marketplace they call it, where people are selling stuff, selling things. So you can just buy individually. But sometimes people aren't selling things. Like, plus, I'm early. I'm early in the game, so not everything is on that marketplace. So, some items I can't just buy. And then, for other reasons, I don't know, I can't sell. Because I think you only can sell if somebody's trying to buy it. I don't know. I don't know how the marketplace really works. Because when I hit sell to sell something, it says, you can't sell this right now. Or you have no no buyers right now. So, thinking like, oh, man, really? Can I just sell it to you? Because I don't want it? (laughs) Like, is this... Can I just exchange all my cards for stubs? That's what I'm saying. Like, just give me that option. 
Like yeah. that, I I don't want these cards. I'm not gonna play <laughs> Diamond Dynasty. I never touched Diamond Dynasty. I don't want to touch it. That's not what I play this game for. But yeah, they they're going hard with this. And another thing is that this game runs pretty bad on the base Xbox. Mm. On the base Xbox, it runs pretty bad. It runs better on my base PS4. I mean, 2020. Uh, what I had 2019. The last one I had was 2019. That run better than what this ran. And I don't, there is an excuse for me for that because 2K runs great on the base Xbox. It runs great. It runs, uh, what I read is say 60 frames per second. Um, I, I yeah, it, and it, it went smooth. I never had it stutter on me or anything like that. Like this mm. is running, I don't even know if it's 30 frames. It's not, well, not consistently, wow. but like that. That's rough. It's not it's not consistently. It, it's yeah, man. I'm like, what what the hell? Why is this game not running so great? Because it's not graphically. It's not a powerhouse. It looks it look this game looks the same as 2019, the last game I played, and 2019 looked the same as 2017. <laughs> so this game has not changed much as far as visuals. Now I do like that I did see somebody eating a pretzel in the stands. I don't think I've ever seen that before. <laughs> That's what you've been is, asking for for years, dog. Yeah, but the problem is, is that when the person set the pretzel down, it looked like it got stuck on something, and they <laughs> it, got, it, got, it clipped on something. So I was like, oh. <laughs> they say, well, they're getting there. They're getting mm-hmm. there. But other than that, I mean, I still like the game itself. I mean, it's, it's baseball. I mean, I, I always liked the MLB the show. But it has its problems. Like the problems really the features. Like playing the game is fine. I mean, except for that, I wish it ran a little bit better. But yeah, the features. Um, wish I could do a little bit more. It looks like they're doing a lot more with the with the uh, road to the show, though, because now they make it so that you can do two way players now. Now you can be a pitcher and a batter, oh, okay. which yeah, like. Because I always wanted to do that. I was like, hey, I want to be a pitcher and a batter. I want to be like, hey, because people don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the last guy we got now is Shoei Otani. Um, and we'll see how he goes because he's still early in his career. I mean, he's been okay so far, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like Babe Ruth, you know, that's the only guy I can really think about because it's so hard. Like they say it's so hard to specialize in pitching and batting. You, it takes right. so much of a person to really get great in the each position but now they got it that and then they got a little podcast show that comes on every now and then between your games that talks about you about this experiment that this team is doing so oh, they're doing this first this guy who's doing me in a picture and a hitter or can can this guy make it and blah 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 that's cool features they're adding i like that i like i see a, a feature where they really can go all out and kind of do what uh 2k has done I think that's it because everything else is it's okay. I still don't like they don't say my last name. <laughs> they don't Some can't say Stallworth. No, I just put Armstrong my mom's maiden name. Mm. I was like, God darn, he can't do Stallworth. Maybe I'll do Stallworth. <laughs> they do Stallworth in basketball. And I don't even know a Stallworth in basketball. All right, so yeah, that's it for what I've been playing. So I guess we will take a break. And you know what? I'm going to take a break from the Flash. Well, you know what? No, I'm going to just say one. Let me let me see. 
we're going to have a flashback segment, but it's going to be very short. I'm not going to say most of these games because they're not really important. I'm going to say a couple of them and to make it quick. All right. So we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right. Let's go back in time, shall we? Doodaloo, doodaloo, doodaloo. And we're back. And now we're flashbacking to the last week, last uh, couple weeks of April. Because we're, in, we're into a new month, I'll do covers next week because this is, this is a long podcast because we've been gone uh, for two weeks. So I'm going to say, I'm not going to say all the games that came out. It wasn't really a lot. Um, I'll say one of these. In 2000, we're going back to 10 years, 2011, we had Man vs. Wild video game. I, what oh the hell did you do in this game? <laughs> Are you Bear Grylls? Yep. You Bear Grylls. Yeah. You you're surviving, Dominic. That's what you're doing. You're surviving. <laughs> I wish it was a man versus food game. That's, That's what, what I, want. I was. Yeah. Yeah. I, want, That's I just what I want, want a man versus food life, Dominic. God. Oh, yeah. Rest in peace, too, to him, too. Cause Wait, he, what? He oh, no. Guy? That's a different guy. Well, who's oh, the other God. guy who eats every? Okay. It was a guy who, who eats Oh, Anthony food. Bourdain. Oh, okay. All right. That's, I got That's it. who I'm thinking you're thinking of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't see the. I'm trying to see the rating here of this game. It, it is doesn't look great. Four point five out of ten from gameplay today. Game Zone gave it a six point five out of ten. These are places I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know none of these guys. Uh, IGN what, unfortunately did yeah. not review it. Okay, so basically, yeah, people say, oh, this shit ain't worth it. It might be a great game, though. Maybe might it was be. a great game. Maybe it would have been game of the year. Pretend to climb right. up a mountain with your Wii nunchuck. All right. Yeah, this came on PS3, Wii, and Xbox 360. Another game that came out was Outland. Outland came out. Did you? I played a demo of this game. This was Is a... the colorful Metroidvania S? Yes. Yeah, I it's like the, two the demo colors. of it, but I don't think I ever played any more of that. It seemed really I, cool. It did seem really cool. I played the demo too, and I did. I was hoping you would get it or something, and made no. Actually, no. This is a time when we weren't sharing, so it wouldn't matter if you got it. It wouldn't matter. If you got it. Yeah, I just played the demo of it. It did seem fun, but I never uh, played the full game. But I think it got rated pretty good. I think I got rated all right. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, it got like an 84 on Metacritic for the Xbox. And 79 on the PC and 83 on the PS3. Yeah. I wonder why it got lower on the PC. Higher standards, Dominic. Higher standards. Yeah, they got higher standards there. there <laughs> um, PC Gamer brought it down. PC Gamer Magazine brought that score <laughs> down. It was actually a decent score. Uh, Elitists. All right. So what else we got here? Okay, the I'm trying to see someone, other ones before I say the big one here. Uh, I already mentioned Portal 2. I don't know why I got up here again. Or did I? No, maybe it was the magazine I mentioned Portal 2. Yeah, because I maybe, thought we had talked about it. Yeah, maybe it's the magazine cover we talked about it. Well, Portal 2 came out. Uh, yeah, but I know it definitely the, came out this week because it came out the yeah. same week as the other thing we're going to talk about. And and we were, yeah, Portal 2 was a great game. You loved it. I didn't yep. play it. Uh, I think that is it. So the big game, yes, the big game that did come out this uh, week, well, these last two weeks of April, was Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 9, to be precise. 
came out 10 years ago on 360 PS3. So, Darren, it made it in time for the movie. I mean, I mean, the movie made it time for this anniversary of Mortal yeah. Kombat. I wonder if that's why they pushed it a week, because it came out that same week that it would have been down the same time. That would be weird they did that. Whatever. But anyway, uh, yeah, Mortal Kombat 9, great game, got me back into the series. Like, it got, it made me fall in love with the series and fall in love with Neverrealm. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're like my favorite fighting games. Like, because uh, they do great story. Yeah. And the, the fighting's great. The um, fatalities are awesome. And it's easy to learn. Easy to learn. Uh, easy to learn games that, that I can really, I can pull off the moves. So, yeah. You, you got anything you want to say? Yeah, I just, uh, it was incredible when it came out. It was returning to, you know, what what those games were to me because there was a while there where they were the 3D ones. And some of those I liked when they added the weapons and whatnot. But really going back to the classic 2D plane and, and going that route, it was it was so awesome. And like you said, the story mode was... It was cool, like, seeing them actually having a story for these characters that I never really knew about. Like I watched the cartoon back in the day, but that stuff didn't really explore it in the way that they talk about it now, where it's like, Oh, you know, Scorpion was this ninja and Sub-Zero was this ninja with the Lin Kuei and they were competing factions. And like, I never knew back in the day that Scorpion was the good guy and Sub-Zero was the bad guy. They were no. just all cool ninjas to me. I think that's what my friend said. Well, he knew more about the story. Like, I didn't read... Well, first of all, I didn't have Mortal Kombat. I didn't have that game. I borrowed it, though. I did borrow mm-hmm. it. But I didn't read the book about... I, I mean, sometimes I used to read the book, but I didn't put nothing into memory, like, what's the story of right. these guys. You know, the little the little manual you get... So mm-hmm. I didn't, and I didn't leave the game with Paul's screen because if he did, they will say like <laughs> right. they will tell you each character and some of their history. So I knew nothing about these guys. I didn't know who these guys were. I didn't know there was a bad guy or a good guy. I just thought mm-hmm. they were just guys who were just killing each other. Exactly. So my because my my friend did. He said he thought he said how everybody was like loved Scorpion. He said he he always loved Sub Zero. I always did thought too. Scorpion was the bad guy too. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it was to me. I was like, I like Sub Zero. This Scorpion guy's a loser. <laughs> that's what. He, uh, so, yeah, it. So this really got me to the story, and I know my friend was all interested. Yeah, this is the. Two. I said, I, mean, I don't know that shit. Stop being a nerd. Shut up. <laughs> so I say, it's like I, I, I can't a damn about the story. Just get over here. You know, that's that's all yeah. I knew. And and. And whatever the movie was, that that movie, that's that's all I do about them too. Yeah. But yeah, it really did. It really fleshed it out. It really fleshed out that whole universe, uh, big time. That and had so many characters too, like so many of the oh, yeah. characters that she loved from the old games. Yeah, I just love how they implemented that. I I kind of want to play nine again. This is story. Just to see the story again, because mm-hmm. just going through that was was great. And it was also cheesy, but a good cheese type, type of <laughs> yes, cheesy, you know? Exactly. Yeah, it's it's like, yeah, I, I, I love that how outrageous it was. All right, so that is it for the flashback segment. Um, I not don't have anything for... Well, do I have anything to mention for 2001? Not really. Uh, I mean, Spy, um, well, 2001, Spider-Man came out for the Dreamcast, though, but it's already been out. 
Yeah. Um. Oh, the Adventures of Cookies and Cream. I heard about <gasps> this game. What? Yeah, that was a, I, that was a game I always wanted to play. I always watched it on um, G4 TV or whatever. Yo, you'd like, be man, loving these awesome. corny games, man. Why you love? Why you love corny? That games? shit is awesome. You gotta watch it. <laughs> I know this cover I, art I, looks fucking terrible. I I mean, I remember reading the magazine, and I think I got a decent score. But I was like, yeah. I'm not gonna get no game called Cookies and Cream unless I'm <laughs> eating it. Unless I can eat it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's all. I that's really came out. Yeah, for two years ago. I mean, ten, twenty years ago. So I do want to just say that 2011, this week or the week that Mortal Kombat and and Portal released was also the week that PlayStation Network got hacked and was down for like a month, oh. and that was a significant time in gaming. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was rough, that, and it also was, you didn't mention it, but SOCOM came out that week, and basically that killed the franchise because nobody played that one, and they never made a SOCOM ever again. And it also killed like the Steam implementation of of or. Yeah, the PlayStation implementation of Steam because that launched alongside Portal Two, and That's then the like all that, yeah, uh, all that stuff happened, and then they never did anything else. So I just oh, want to bring that up. We're the Conduit Two, the Two did come out for the Wii. Uh, oh 10 shit! Years ago. Yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, that was supposed to be like oh the great first they person shooter did for it. the Wii. Yeah, they finally and nailed. They got a sequel, but yeah. yeah. Alright, so I guess we'll take a break and when we get back, we get to the gaming news. Alright. Now we get into the gaming news. What we got, Dan? All right, Dominic. So Resident Evil 8, we're looking at the next set of demo coming up this week, uh, beginning tonight, actually, at, I think, 8 Eastern, as the previous ones have. But this time, they're not fucking around and just making this a 24-hour window like they originally were, which is just fucking absurd. I mean, those eight-hour windows were even worse, but whatever but they are actually gonna make it for a full week they're running this demo from may 1st to may 9th which is awesome except for the fact that you can still only play one hour of it so that's kind of bullshit but at least like for us with multiple consoles if we wanted to we could download like we can do it on the playstation we can do it on the xbox i could get like two to three if they have a pc thing to hours of you know content out of this yeah 
gets stepped on by the large vampire lady as everybody talks about, you know, multiple times. So I'm glad they, they, they did this and opened it up a lot more. Cause I, I was listening to one podcast and the guy was talking about how he thought it was so cool that they were doing like this eight hour window. And I'm like, why the fuck how old are is that guy? you? <laughs> Our age. <laughs> but he also doesn't have, I don't know. He's got a real job, but it's not, he's not in the game's press anymore, but he's, it's whatever. Anyway, uh, I don't want to call him out specifically, but the idea that like, that's a cool concept that you're limiting the amount of time that someone can try this thing out is so stupid to me. Like yeah. it's such a gimmick and a novelty like, Oh, it's resident evil eight. So we're doing it for eight hours and now we're going to do it for eight days. Well, at least when you do it for eight days, it gives people somewhat of a chance to try it out. But eight hours beginning at fucking eight o'clock at night for people on the East coast. Like that's just such trash. It is. It's anyway. just, yeah, it's, it's, it is trash. And yeah. I, it, I don't, I don't know. Just give us a fucking demo. Let's put a demo out there. Damn it. Yeah. And damn. also, don't make it limited to an hour that or thirty minutes. Yeah. That also, really that, sucks. That's, like, that's let me so explore dumb. a little bit. Like, give me a limited area, but let me let me explore. Come on. Or at least let me play. If you want, if you want to limit the demo to thirty minutes. Let it be 30 minutes every time you play it. So you start at the beginning, you have 30 minutes to do whatever you want. So, oh, I'm going to go in this direction this time. I'm going to go in this direction this time. Like, give me options. I want to play your game. But hey, it's just uh, uh, these companies, Dominic. These fucking companies. I know, man. I uh, fucking hate it. Somewhat. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. pissing us off uh somewhat tangentially related resident evil or re verse the like multiplayer aspect that they were adding to resident evil 8 is no longer going to be launching alongside of it it is now going to be delayed into summer of 2021 so we'll see when that comes out it didn't seem like there was very much interest in that I didn't hear much from and then, people either. But, <laughs> and what's so weird about it, though, is they had the mercenary stuff in Resident Evil 8, too. So, like, why why have both? I mean, it makes sense to have, at least now you have one of these coming out at a different time. But I, I don't understand why why you is this free decide to, play? to have two. Yeah, I think I believe the idea. Well, I don't know if it's free to play. I think it was a pack in basically with Resident Evil Eight. Oh, so but mercenaries. So mercenaries is part of Resident Evil Eight too, right? So maybe maybe I was just misunderstanding, and and Reverse was not, you know, part of it. Let's see, free to play. Uh, da, da, da. yeah, free with Resident Evil Village is our reverse. So I, I once they started talking about the mercenary stuff, I so very I'm, I'm much confu- yeah, didn't understand. You confused me. You just confused me because now <laughs> I'm I'm thinking our reverse was just all that shit. But now, now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, because our reverse was like you saw all the Resident Evil characters, right? And it's like the yes. shell shaded thing, right? Yep. And mm-hmm. so merc. Oh man. So there's a mercenaries with eight. So yes. RE versus actually like a separate game that's with eight though. But mercenaries mm-hmm. is actually in eight. I, 
Is that is that what it is? <laughs> they're they, yes and no. I don't know if you can purchase uh purchase REverse separate from because it says okay, so I'm on their website, free with Resident Evil Village exclamation point, receive Resident Evil Reverse. The new title celebrating 25 years of Resident Evil for free when you purchase Resident Evil Village. If you purchase the Village on PS5, then the version of REverse you'll get will be for PS4. And if you purchase for Xbox Series Z, blah, blah, blah. Uh, online only multiplayer title requires PlayStation Plus. Yeah, I'm. Product codes are included with physical version of Resident Evil Village. If you purchase the digital code, content can be downloaded from the online store. The game was purchased from. Product codes will not become invalid. Yeah, so I'm not seeing that there's any other way that you can purchase it, like outside of, hey, I just want to play Reverse. I don't want to buy Resident Evil because I'm not a fan of Resident Evil. I just want to celebrate 25 years of Resident Evil. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's what confused me about when they started talking about the, the mercenaries stuff is like, why you've already got a multiplayer thing. Why are you doing that? But is mercenary now I'm wondering, now I'm thinking about it. Like is mercenaries even really a multiplayer thing so much as just like a different gameplay mode? Cause like in four, it was basically like, it was Horde, but it was with one player. So is the new one... Yeah, so there's more... I, yeah, that, okay, so I was right to be confused originally. Like, why are they doing this? I mean, this. And then this comes as no surprise to me, because why would you put Reverse out at the same time as launching the game... Yeah that you already have added multiplayer to. Yeah. Cause, cause you're, you're, you're spinning up the base. Exactly. And especially when there's no real hype behind REverse, like you're basically putting it out to pasture, <laughs> just putting it out to die. Especially if you put it up against something that I don't know, to me at least looks a little more interesting. I mean, I guess, I, I guess it's just two different types of gameplay, right? Like, RE versus more like deathmatch thing, whereas this is like horde mode, kind of like you and multi- more co-op, I guess. Yeah, but still, yeah, you're you're just splitting up the base, who is mostly there for a single player Resident Evil game. So you're probably not even getting that large an audience playing the multiplayer aspect of this. I just- this is just Capcom making bad decisions, Dominic. I mean, in this case, I guess it's a good decision that they delayed it, but they started out with a bad decision and they're now trying to make it better, I guess. So that's that's a weird one. I guess we'll see how that works out for them. Um, in some other multiplayer news, Dominic Among Us is coming to the PS4 and PS5. Yeah. And along with it, they're coming with some Ratchet and Clank attire. Looks like That's some cool. ratchet ears you can add and then maybe like a, a Clank pet that follows behind you or something like that. Yeah. I, I was I, So you can have pets follow you in that game? That's, that's interesting. Yeah, I feel like I've seen other things that they were like not selling but came as like a bonus for maybe another console or something 
Definitely had a Mario following me around or something. So that's cool. Among Us coming to more things. I don't think there's cross cross platform that's been talked about really, but that so, yeah, is a so game I can't that see would... no ratchet and my <laughs> Xbox one. I, I feel like the... they're they've gotta get there, right? Like that game is such a phenomenon and so big yeah. that splitting your audience like that is only hurting you. So if they can get that into cross play status, then everybody wins, I think. You know. So hopefully. Hopefully we'll get to that point. You'll be able to see Among Us guys with Jeff Keighley heads and Master Chief helmets or something in in your PlayStation version. (laughs) I guess we'll see how that goes. Uh, Another one we got here, Dominic. We got an update on Mario Party, oddly enough. The Switch game that came out, what, a year, year and a half ago? Two years ago at this point, maybe? They are adding online multiplayer. So... (laughs) All what? our complaints have been heard, Dominic. They yeah. Are, they're giving I, you I, the ability I, to play versus randoms on the internet. Yeah, this sh- Oh, God. It took them forever. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, the fact that they actually did at this point is incredible yeah. to me. It's Nintendo of all people. You know? So that's that's pretty cool. I mean, especially if you've got that game and you're like, oh man, it's COVID hit and I can't go over my can't go to the park and play with my friends anymore, like they or rooftop parties like they show in all those switch commercials. <laughs> you know? I mean I guess outside maybe you can do because, you know, they're they're laxing regulations there. Very party like it should have been online when the Wii happened. Well, yeah. It, it's ridiculous that this game is still this is Nintendo what is. we're talking about here, Dominic. This is Nintendo. So. Yeah. I, I'm, 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 I'm just glad that they're doing that. That gives me hope that Nintendo is maybe moving in a yeah. somewhat right direction. So I guess we'll... Yeah, this gives me hope that like a game like how Mario 3D World... Mm-hmm. And Mario, what was the other one called? That re-release one, the new 2D one, Super Mario, yeah. Luigi. That they Bush. will implement them with. Well, not not that one, but at least in the future, they'll have online multiplayer. Yeah, with those, that'd definitely be nice. Continue that support. Well, they shit if they did that with Mario Party, they can do it. Yeah, especially the Mario 3D World. People yeah. say, hey, y'all, y'all can play, you can play online together. Yeah, and it sounds like they're doing that with Mario Golf, so I'm hoping Nintendo's getting more serious about their online stuff. Like, it's been far too long now since the original Xbox when when Microsoft really made online a defining thing in gaming and you know, here we are, <laughs> Nintendo, with a with a portable console of all things. Like we live in a day and age where, like, I can leave the house and still have access to everything, as if I was sitting at a computer with my phone. Like, how do we not have a switch? How is it not regular for me to me me to be able to like hotspot to my phone and just play a game while I'm on the go? Outside of the fact that I can't leave my house right now because of COVID. Yeah, and. They have games. Listen, Mario put. I mean, I said Mario. I mean, Nintendo's has put games out on the phone, so obviously they know that that's what, how people interact. It's like online, man. Yeah. I mean, it's 
It's like why why is it so slow for them? That's what I want to know. What what is what is why is it so slow for them in certain aspects? Like they put Smash online. Mm-hmm. They did that. They had Mario Kart online on the Wii. So why didn't they think like, hey, y'all try to put these other um games online too for people to interact with? Yeah. Or yeah. are they? Uh, it's like, is it really that they really just think that, hey, these games, man, they're meant to be played, um, in the room together with people. Um, was it like an artistic standpoint on it, or was it they that definitely? Just didn't think they have it feels it? like that's got to be a portion of it, right? Is like you know these. This is more enjoyable if you're sitting next to the person you're playing with, and and whatnot. But yeah, I, I mean, I think they'll get there. Um. Yeah. Trying to look at this because uh, there it is. Okay, so the the Super Mario 3D World is available to play online with multiple people. So Only with your friends, is. though. It's not. It's not randoms. Right. Okay. Yeah. Be- because okay. they're so the you know they're they're like that. Because <laughs> Nintendo doesn't want to expose I mean, your I mean, children. They're not to, the only ones with that, though. There's people yeah. who have multiplayer, and hey, you, you don't. Looking at you, Bungie. Yeah. All right. All right, Dominic. So next story up is the the continuing trend of talking about Google Stadia for some reason. <laughs> Google Stadia this week announced that they are bringing a brand new feature to their store. It is a search bar. Why did this search company not have a search bar in their store up until this point, Dominic? Because it, they didn't have so many games. It wasn't, was it was, say they didn't it wasn't worth games. it. It wasn't worth it. Uh, it's just, I mean, how does Google expect anyone to take their platform seriously when the simplest of features. Take it seriously? The name is Google. What are you talking about? <laughs> Seriously, is a product. I'm sorry. It's called <laughs> Stadia. Yes, I just ah, that I saw that and I was like, I needed to say something about that because that's just that is what, that's funny. That is just <laughs> egregious on a a level of ridiculousness. I mean, it's one thing that Epic Store still doesn't have a cart, so you can't check out with multiple items at the same time, but. In the grand scheme of things, yeah, it's it's weird. But in the grand scheme of things, it just means you have to click the button a couple more times. It's not like it doesn't fundamentally make things that much more difficult for you. Whereas like being able to search for a game that you want to buy, it feels like a very, very base level thing that you need in a store if you have. I guess more than 20 games, which, you know, maybe Stadia just isn't quite there yet. So, yeah, you make a good point. If you can list all the games on one page, then I guess you don't really need search, right? Just allow me to filter by or sort by name or release date, and I should be able to find everything that I need. Yeah. That's really sad. All right, Dominic, best part of my week so far outside of recording this here podcast was the state of play for Ratchet and Clank. They they had a wonderful 16-minute gameplay demo of that game, and boy, does it look gorgeous. What did you think? 
Oh yeah, that it looked. Man, it looks so good. Like you know, back in the day, I remember people also say like, "Man, the graphics of games that got so good, like even the cutscenes are melding with the gameplay." Mm. Then when I go back to those same games, I'm like, "No, they didn't." <laughs> and no, they didn't. It's like, I mean, but I understand at the time, you know, the graphics yeah. just got so good that you just thought that. But this is exactly that. Really, it really like is. this looks like. I mean, you can kind of tell when it is the cutscene, but I mean, the if you look at it though, man, I mean, it looks gorgeous. It looks so gorgeous. The gameplay, like when I see the cutscene, then I see the gameplay. It's like it's it's almost. I mean, this is the closest you could probably get to almost seamless, like um, in that look. Which is and, crazy because, like, I was thinking that Ratchet and Clank looked that way on PS3. Like, those games looked incredible to me. I really feel like I need to revisit those and and see like the jump between these because I know they don't look as good as this game, but I remember being blown away by those. Like, oh my goodness, oh, he yo, is fur Ratchet, now. Well, Ratchet and Clank, I was blown away on PlayStation Two. Like I played, I mean, I played yeah. through the whole series since the beginning. Uh, well, I and I, I kind of stuttered around PS3 era. PS2, mm-hmm. I played all the games, and they were like, I. That's why I really won that game. I mean, I was into Jack and Daxter. Then I heard like, oh, and the guys who did Spiral was doing another a platform. So, oh yeah, let me get that. I was like, yeah, take that, um, GameCube and Xbox. I say we got <laughs> we got platformers over here, yeah. So you I was always guys, jealous. Burial, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and I don't know what the Xbox had, um, what platform they had. They had Blink Blink. the Cat, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah, because I remember seeing when they showed Ratchet and Clank and like just the cities and stuff moving in the background at that time on the PlayStation Two era, it was incredible. I was like, oh my god, look at this game! I used, sometimes I used to just get in first person view and just look around. Just look like man, this is so nice and colorful and bright. You just shooting shit, and I mean, it was awesome. Like all three of those games, mm-hmm. and like and like you said with the PS3, this is before I was I picked the Xbox. This is I was still deciding. I was like, what do I want? Do I want? To, uh, I, but right, basically, I was on the PS3. Like I was, I said I was gonna get a PS3, but then they said the price, and that that just threw me through a wrench and everything. Because I was mm-hmm. definitely going from PlayStation 2 to PS3. That was, like, the goal. Yeah. But and, but one of the games I saw was Ratchet and & Clank. And I was like, man, this game looked good. This really looks like a cartoon. And, uh, like, this really, and, like, somebody said, oh, man, this looks like Toy Story level shit. And I was like, <laughs> oh. It, it looked good. And I was like, damn, it, this, this looks really good. This looks really nice. And I did play a demo. I said, oh, it's, it's all right. Uh... And when I did finally play, I think I borrowed yours. I finally did play it, and it was all right. It was a, it was a cool game. And I, I mean, I did really like it. It like going from that from PlayStation Two to that, it's like yeah, it's a big jump. Yeah. Excuse me. And even the PS Four, uh, I I played a little bit of it, and that looks that looked great. I mean, we saw it. You could see mm-hmm. like how they showed the movie cutscenes and then the game. It's like yeah, this looks this looks really good. This looks all right. Now I wasn't really impressed with it as much as I was 
seeing it on the PS3, yeah. but it did still, it looked great. And I was thinking like, oh, we're going to get more of this, which we are, but I didn't think it was going to be the next damn system, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that we was going to get a game. But yeah, this, them showing that game off, it it looked great. I mean, if you didn't look at the comments, the comments, man, they, the, people are off on YouTube. They, I think they just go up there, oh, just really? to shitstorm anything. <laughs> That's all they do. What is there to complain about? Is it because there's a female Lomax now? Boring. No, no, no. no. They say it's boring, Daniel. They say I saw people with snooze. They boring. Uh, I don't care. Like, like they they look like they wanted something else. Like they wanted some more announcements, and it's like, okay, we got it. It's Ratchet and Clank, and yeah, they said it was a Ratchet and Clank state of play. What do you want? This kids, Daniel. Daniel, they want more. This is nothing to them. This is nothing. They wanted they Bloodborne Two announced. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Yeah. 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 Well, that, that probably they did. But yeah. But no, this game looked great. Uh, it. I mean, I, I don't want to just talk the graphics because the game, but gameplay, I, I expected to be there. The, the gameplay, yeah. gameplay looks, looks, looks like, like you can wall, the same. you can wall run, which I'm thinking like, damn, you know what? I guess you, yeah, you never did wall run in Ratchet Clank, did you? And I guess, hey, I mean, they got Spider, they did Spider Man, so I guess they could put Spider Man stuff in here. I don't know. Um, <laughs> they should have them just climb on walls and shit. Yeah. But yeah, just the, and then they said how, like the seamlessness of the rift, like going to another yeah. stage that they kind of just was impressive. Like what did it say? Like it's actually like two stages or two worlds just loading. Yeah, at the they're same just time. like loading into the other part. It's not like these are two distinct environments. It's just yeah. you're loading the full world that, you know, would have been on a different planet or whatever. So that stuff's cool. The all the the stuff they were describing with the controller and the adaptive triggers, that stuff sounds awesome. Those explosions to just jump back to the graphics real quick. The explosions that they were showing off with that one grenade that the the female Lombax was throwing, like those yeah. things looked incredible. Um, yeah, I I am excited for that game, even as an owner of not a PlayStation Five yet. I'm so excited for that game. Yeah, that game. Yeah, that game looks looks awesome. I just have a feeling, man, it's going to be just like how Ratchet and Clank on the PS3 was. Looks so great. Like, that game looks so great. And then, loss. Like, you didn't really hear much about it again. Like, like nobody really talks about it. Like, they talk about the great games. They don't. Yeah. They, it's like they rarely mention Ratchet. And they really do, Ratchet yeah. Ratchet Clank. Yeah, Kraken Time was awesome. Quest for Booty. Little side thing. Yeah. Ratchet and Clank, Dominic. Put some damn respect on his name. All right, and some other news, Dominic. We got a rumor going around that IO Interactive, the guys behind Hitman and currently working on the James Bond property, they are making an Xbox game exclusive to the platform that's going to be like a fantasy game with dragons. What? Doesn't seem quite in their wheelhouse, not to pigeonhole them, but okay, (laughs) I guess. I didn't know that. Wait a minute. Did we make an announcement that they were working on something exclusive for Xbox? No. The, oh. This is this is the rumor that they're the the entire rumor is that they're working on something for Xbox, and also that something that they're working on is a fantasy game. It's all tied together. There wasn't previous rumors of oh. them working on okay. something. Yeah. No. The uh, previous yeah. stuff we talked about with them is that they're working on a James, oh, James Bond, Bond game. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. This. 
Well, I'm going to say, I don't know if this rumor's true, then, Daniel. <laughs> I don't believe that they work, ex- like, at least they're exclusive anyway. Maybe, I mean, maybe they're, they're, a they're free, exclusive. they're open, they, they aren't owned by anybody, anybody anymore, so. Uh, I guess it could be. Know, maybe some of that so. sweet Microsoft cash is leaking in there, Dominic. Next thing you know, they might get purchased. We don't know. We don't know. Oh, yeah. You know what? That's true. Maybe. Hmm. Oh, so what else we got here? I got one other one, Dominic. Apparently, uh, not apparently, I saw the statement from Capcom. Capcom has said they will not be attending E3 2021 this year. And by attending, I mean participating in because there is no physical E3. Um, But they wanted to reassure everyone that they are in deep development on a number of key projects. This is is Konami we're talking about, Dominic. What do you think they're actually working on? What? Yeah, what are they are working on? That's what I want to know. Do they have a Castlevania on the back burner? Do they have a Metal Gear Solid? Are they just there making pitching There was a rumor about Konami having something. I thought I saw, but I didn't okay. really look at it. I know recently oh, Metal Gear, there was Metal Gear Two. Oh, okay, I think that was a rumor of them doing a remake of that. Kind of like they did with Better Get Solid uh, Twin Snakes. With Twin Snakes. Okay, interesting. I just saw that somebody like made Metal Gear Solid in Dreams. Like one guy remade Metal Gear Solid in Dreams, and that seems like a crazy man's fucking <laughs> like a That's fever crazy. dream. I want to know how many people are really playing Dreams. Like, because I feel like PlayStation should push that a little bit more definitely i mean if people are taking it seriously then yeah absolutely i mean it's it's such a cool thing but much i mean microsoft kind of did that right is like they had their project whatever whatever it was called yeah but they gave up on it so quickly so i i'm honestly a little bit surprised that sony went through with making dreams but then they did, and it seems like a really cool thing, but then they didn't get behind it at all. Like, it it had its weird soft launch because it came out, like, in early access first, and then when it came out, nobody was talking about it anymore by then, and now it's just, like, nobody says anything about it at all. Yeah, people are still do. I mean, I know people still doing stuff. I mean, people, yeah, they, that's what they do. I mean, they, they, they yeah. have an audience, but I feel like it could be a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. Because I want to know, because, hey, I might pick it up because it might be say, hey, there's a lot of content on this thing. Maybe I want to try that shit. Yeah. It's 1999. I'm watching a video of this this Metal Gear Solid thing, and it just, it looks so funny. Like, it's it's a little bit jank in the way that you would kind of expect a game remade in Dreams to be, but also really kind of cool. So, that's neat. But, yeah, uh, Konami, I... I would like to see a new Castlevania game. I kind of also would not necessarily. I want to see it from somebody other than Konami. Like I want to see it from somebody who I think could actually do that franchise some justice. Like the people who just made Bloodstained, you know? What do you think? Oh, you can get a free, it's a free trial to this. I'm on the PlayStation store. Yeah. Cool. Okay. It's, yeah, and it's twenty dollars. 
really? It's only $20 now. Or I guess maybe always. Huh. That's. See, you you have things like that come out at $20, Dominic, and then you have other games coming out at $70, and it's, it's really hard to make an argument one way or the other whether something should be this price or that price, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you can argue both sides of it for anything. Yeah, you could. I just figured, hey, you, you buy it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If, if you want you like, it, you, you buy it. it. If you feel like it's worth it to you, oh, sorry, I was just saying. If you feel like it's worth it to you, it is worth it to you. I mean, it's just a personal thing, anyway. Yeah, and and that's why you know you and I were talking about it, and we can just kind of ah, we'll save it for when we get to that game. But okay, (laughs) um, anything else Konami related or anybody else related before we get into PlayStation Plus and games for gold for this month? Oh, I was going to talk about the dice. All right, so we got the Dice Awards happened. That's the that's basically developers choosing who did a great job at developing stuff, right? Yeah. That's, yeah, actual game makers saying what games are good. Um, so we got a, a couple So wait a minute, so what's the difference here. between... Is this just a, just a different than a, the GDC conference? I mean, like... Yeah. I want to say Dice is like British or something for some reason. Okay. Let me let me let me verify that here via the Wikipedia page because I am completely wrong. Uh the Dice Awards, formerly the Interactive Achievement Awards, is an award show in the video game industry started in 1998. The awards are arranged by the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences and held during the AIAS annual Dice Summit in Las Vegas. Dice is an acronym, or is a backronym. I guess that means you created it afterwards instead of... Anyway, for Design Innovative Communication... Or wait, Design Innovate Communicate Entertain. Did not know that until this time, Dominic. Unless we've said that in the past, and I just forgot it. So yeah, I didn't what know, is the I difference? Know, I ain't never heard the word backronym. I have not either. <laughs> now I'm going to click on it. A backronym is an acronym formed from a word that existed prior to the invention of its backronym. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Let's move on. I <laughs> hate that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, I'm not sure what the difference between. I mean, I guess it's just different parties, basically, right? Cause yeah, yeah. Just GDC the, uh, yeah. is GDC, and then yeah. It's anyway, just to see all right. <laughs> so let's get down into it, Dominic. Some of these awards we got here. Um, let's see. I'm gonna jump around a little bit. Outstanding achievement in independent game. You have Hades as the winner over Coffee Talk. If found, Kentucky Route Zero TV edition, and Noita. Uh, really the only one I'm familiar with outside of Hades there is Kentucky route zero. I believe I have heard of coffee talk as well. Um, moving on up here, we've got immersive reality, technical achievement. Basically I would say best VR game, but some of these are not that. So you have half life Alex as the winner, but you also have Mario Kart live home circuit. Museum of Other Realities, Paper Beast, and Tempest. 
So yeah, I guess it's it's more just like technical achievement in like you really feeling into the game. Outstanding technical achievement. Here we go, Dominic. We just talked about it. Dreams beating out Ghost of Tsushima, The Last of Us Part 2, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, and Microsoft Flight Simulator. That's quite a Okay, so wide Dreams officially came out games. last year. I guess. Or they just make up their own rules, you know. Yeah. But yes, I, yeah, I want to say like it was early last year that it officially launched. Like right before the COVID times. Yeah, I was about to say, because I remember it before COVID times saying mm. this game, like when it's official. Okay. Yeah. Outstanding achievement in story of The Last of Us Part 2. You probably can just out. name the, name the uh, winners. Okay. Well, let's see. Outstanding achievement in audio design, Ghosts of Tsushima. Music and composition, we have Ghosts of Tsushima. Outstanding achievement in character, Dominic Miles from Spider-Man Miles Morales. Check him out. Cool. Yeah. Outstanding achievement in art direction, Ghosts of Tsushima. Wow, Ghosts of Tsushima's racking them up. What's going on? Last of Us didn't... uh... Getting, didn't we'll, pay people off or something, man? We'll What's get there, Dominic. Here? We'll get there because <laughs> outstanding achievement in animation goes to The Last of Us Part Two. So, okay, coming back here, online game of the year. You got Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Oh man, it beat out Among Us. Uh, Among Us is not even on this list. You have Animal Crossing: New Horizons, Call of Duty: Black Ops: Cold War, Ghost of Tsushima, and Tetris Effect Connected. Wait so, a minute. They, Ghost they of Tsushima? I don't even Dominic. know about the multiplayer in that. That was when they added, like, the mythical beasts and stuff like that. Like, you... They added it after launch. It was something we talked about. And oh. I think there's a co-op aspect to it, but there's also, like, a multiplayer, uh, you know, um, not cooperative, competitive kind of thing to it as well. It actually sounded pretty cool. But no one really talked about it much past the launch of it. Um, we're going to skip that one. Immersive reality game of the year. You got Half-Life Alex chalking that one up. Strategy simulation game of the year. You have Microsoft Flight Simulator. My words are failing me here. Sports game of the year, Dominic. We have Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 validating skateboarders all around the world as a sport. There you go. Yeah. Role-playing game of the year. You got Final well, Fantasy VII Remake. Would they, I mean, yeah. I think that will win. That should win. Yeah, the other ones were MLB The Show, NBA 2K, PGA, and FIFA. So, it sounds right. Role-playing, Final Fantasy VII, beating out Cyberpunk 2077, Yakuza, Persona 5, and Wasteland 3. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. That's re- I'm sorry. No, it's not. It's not ridiculous, Dominic. Embrace it. Which which I mean, one would you have thought to be Yakuza. over top of that? Yeah. I I, or, I what was yeah, the other one? I definitely not, not, feel not, like not Cyberpunk. Wasteland not Cyberpunk 3. though. But what what was the other one? Wasteland Three and Persona Five Royale. Persona Five, yeah, because that that was Persona Five because it's an old, yeah. Yakuza, um, though, I mean, with how many people have that on their game of the year list higher than Final Fantasy, I would, I would not have all been surprised for that to take this over Final Fantasy. 
I don't consider that RPG, man. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's that too. Uh, best racing game of the year, Dominic. Mario Kart Home Circuit beating out 5 and I'm sorry, one. it's an RPG. I take that it, back. You, you manage stuff. It's definitely an RPG. I mean, who the All right. fuck? Everything's an RPG. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Fighting game of the year, Dominic. You got Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate Edition. And then you got Family Game of the Year to juxtapose that. Animal Crossing New Horizons. I'm a little bit surprised that uh, Astro's Playroom. Well, no. It's Animal no. Crossing. Animal Crossing is the, the heavy hitter. Adventure Game of the Year, Ghost of Tsushima. Beating out The Last of Us 2, Dominic. Action Game of the Year, you got Hades. Yes. Outstanding Achievement in Game Design, you have Hades. Yeah. Outstanding achievement in game direction. You have Hades and yeah. game of the year, Dominic. Hades once again. Yeah, Hades. Yeah. Freaking running the board here. They, they were quiet. It was quiet. And then they just said, Rah, I'm coming through. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Top, top scores for Hades. So check them out. That's awesome. So, anything else about Dice Awards, Dominic? Nah. All right, we'll get into our PlayStation Plus games for this month. We got uh, Battlefield Five, Stranded Deep, and for the PlayStation 5 exclusively, Wreckfest. And then games for gold, we got Armello, Dungeons, Legend, uh, Legends, Lego Batman, the video game, and Tropico 4, those last two for the 360. So what do you think about this month's yeah, yeah, I think we we gotta come to the conclusion that games for gold is getting games that are not particularly like flashy because yeah. they got Game Pass. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. So yeah, I think I agree with you with that. But places and uh, PS Plus is which is funny because if you got Game Pass, you got Battlefield Five, right? And they're wreck fest. That's a game I see every now and then. I think that is on Game Pass. But I see that is every it? now and then. That was like a free-to-play weekend game. I used to see on Xbox Games for Gold, like weekend games. Mm. Uh, uh, Stranded Deep. I think I see this game, but I just never pay attention to it. I yeah, mean, same here. I kind of want to play it. Oh, we didn't talk about... Because we talked about Ratchet & Clank, but we didn't talk about the games they showed before Ratchet & Clank. During the PlayStation um, oh, show, I didn't realize they had. I just came to it afterwards and watched the Ratchet stuff. What they show uh, off? They showed off the Subnautica Below Zero, I think it's called, oh, okay. or something yeah. like that. Yep. Uh, and that they really expanded Subnautica. Like, there's people talking and everything now. Oh wow. Like, that is not what I thought it was. I really just thought, like, oh, it's probably like this little add-on to the game. No, this is, and it's a play PS5 upgrade uh, with that. I mean, it's yeah, it's coming to PS5. So if you get it, if you got it on, and Sonata, Sonata's PS5 upgrade. So if you bought Sonata on PS4, you get it for, you get the PS5 version free. Nice. So that's good. Uh, what's the other game they showed off? Oh, the Among Us one. The Among Us thing. That was mm. that was it. But yeah, so Strand Deep, it, it just made me back to like Subnautica a little bit, but it's, I know it's different. I kind of just want to 
check it out. It, mm-hmm. Is that a horror game? It's a survival game. Oh, never mind then. I don't really care about survival. <laughs> well, no, it's an outcome of survival. I think it has to be... You know what? I don't mind survival games if it has an interesting atmosphere to it. Mm-hmm. Like, it... Because um, with Subnautica, I it's so... I, like, looking at the deep water, you know? And just seeing all these animals and... Yeah. creatures down there and the world like a just a different world down there like in underwater it it's like really mysterious that i, I like it i um so maybe that might can bring something to it i don't know i have to look it up yeah gotcha. what you think of these games i think it's it's like you said uh, some of these are just like it almost feels like Armello. I, I guess we must have got that on the PlayStation ar- already because I feel like that's already been a game. I feel like we've had Lego DC superheroes or one of the Lego Batman type games. Uh, the we games had, I were think gold we did. stuff. We had. I think we had one. Yeah. Not one. I mean two. This is this is one. Yeah, yeah two is. is I think we got. It really feels like the games for gold stuff is pulling from a very limited pool and PS five, like nothing here is like standout necessarily, but battlefield is a big game, even though it's a little bit on the old side now, I guess. Um, and Wreckfest seems like a cool thing, but like you said, it's, it's kind of been around places and stranded deep. I, I wasn't really familiar with, but it, it does look interesting. I mean, it's a survival game, so I don't know that I would spend much time in it. But the vibe of it is neat, like you're stranded on a desert island kind of thing and, and doing that, whereas a lot of times it's more like, oh, I'm stranded in the woods or this, that, or the other thing. So there's definitely some variety to it. It's I'm not blown away by this selection, but I'm also... I, I'm still content with, you know, oh, I'm I'm paying for you know game pass or whatever and i'm still getting you know all these games for free or like playstation plus the price of it right now is so small relatively in comparison to to like a game pass or whatever to get whatever games they give me for free to to kind of give them a try especially something if it's new and i i wouldn't otherwise try it out like i'm all for it it's almost like it's almost like one of those subscription box things where it's like here i'm gonna give you you know 15 dollars a month and you're gonna send me a box of weird candies from japan or something like that or it's like i don't necessarily know what i'm getting but oh it'll be interesting to try it out kind of thing that's right. kind of how i feel about playstation plus at this point so yeah. All right, Dominic. Anything before we get into new releases? Um, no. Let's get right, right to it. New releases, Dominic. MLB The Show Twenty One, as you mentioned it, out now on the PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five, and it's still weird to say Xbox One and Xbox Series X. So you can check those out there, and as part of Game Pass on the Xbox family of consoles. So very cool that on that. You got Moto GP 21 out now on the PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Stadia. So if you want to get your motorbiking on, you can check that out there. Scourge Bringer Dominic is now out on the PS4 and PlayStation Vita. It is time to break those Vitas out, plug them back in, get them charged up, play some Scourge Bringer. 
as you have previously recommended that game. Oh, we forgot to talk good. about that PlayStation reverse them taking down the storefront ah, on the PS3. I knew there was something the big. Vita. Son of a bitch. Why does it feel like some of this news gets lost on like the sites? Even if I go back all two weeks. Yes, yes, Sony did reverse course, and now they are still shutting down the store on the PSP, but no longer shutting down the store on the Vita currently and the PlayStation 3. So your voice has been heard, Dominic. Gamers um, rise I didn't up. Yell, I didn't yell. I didn't yell long hard enough for the PSP one though. No, <laughs> they heard me when I said I broke mine. So they said, "Oh, he didn't care." <laughs> <laughs> he does. He's not buying any games anyway. He doesn't. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you know, this is this. Is, in my opinion, this is good because it it helps to preserve video games, right? Yeah. Like that's the biggest thing about this. Is yeah, is, exactly. Some of those games could essentially disappear because that store is no longer available. And sure, there are probably hundreds of thousands of people around the world that have downloaded a lot of these games. And in some way, you can find them by buying someone's used PlayStation in their account or something like that. But the reality of it is, you know, making it easier for people to get these old games leads to less piracy. I mean, that's. If if I'm a business and I'm thinking about why I, I would want to do that, you know, the potential for me to make a few dollars off the store versus someone absolutely stealing my thing because it's just no longer available. Like, yeah, it makes makes sense to me. Yeah, I totally I totally agree. And I want to say that I find it funny, though. I mean, like with the PlayStation reversing. Yeah, this is I see this is good news, but when Xbox reversed their decision on raising the price of the uh, well, not raising the price, they were getting rid of gold. That's what it was. There was they were getting rid of something, and oh, it was just going to be ultimate or something like that. Then they reversed it. What? Well, how did how did go? How did that work out? That was ah, shit. I'm completely blanking on that. It was like they were raising the price on gold. Yeah, they were raising the price on gold because they were essentially, or at least to us, it seemed like they were trying to push people off of gold and into an ultimate subscription. And then they reversed that. And then that's when they also announced, hey, we're going to make like some of these free to play games actually free to play and you don't have to have gold yeah. for it anymore and yeah. i remember seeing people when they reversed it they were they were just saying like oh you should have like that's something they should have never done anyway and i was like wait wait a minute but then with the playstation is all praising them i said y'all, y'all some biased <laughs> motherfuckers you know that you're some biased motherfuckers it's like y'all are really just like if you're gonna Tarp on them for reversing. I mean, shit. That's what I, I was saying. Like, oh, this is good. The Xbox. They listen to us. That's good. Yeah. But people just just harp on them and say, oh, they should never <laughs> done it anyway. And then with this, I saw comments. People just praising. So, oh, good. Hey, this is great. That's only listen to us. It, you didn't say that for <laughs> Xbox, though. You bastards. Because yeah. y'all just freaking Sony boys. Oh, y'all was the Sony boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's good that we're. 
making progress towards maybe some more consumer friendly decisions yeah, here. Exactly. And I'm glad that they're listening to some of the consumers yep. too. All right. So what's the what, new releases, right? All right. New releases. Yes. We talked about that. Uh, Shantae, the original, the Game Boy Color one is now out on the Nintendo Switch. Now yeah, making it official that you that. can play all of the Shanti titles on the Nintendo Switch. Does that boost jiggle me. on that one too? Um, I don't know about it. They didn't have the processing power for that. I, I I think her hips still swivel at least. So not a hips. Yeah. Then. You got a little bit of that. Hips don't lie, okay. Dominic. Hips don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We also have Judgment. The upgrades for the PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X now out as well as the Google Stadia version. So check that out. If you got a Google Stadia, you can just type that into your search box, find Judgment, and then you can buy it. Also out now is Near Replicant version 1.22474. You son of a bitch. (laughs) Read all those damn numbers. It's it's ridiculous. Now out on the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. You're right. I should round it, so it should be 1.22. Although, actually, it's 7 after the 4, so that should round up to 5. So it should be 1.23. Ah, I see what they did there. Say 1, 2, 3. Got it. Anyway, near replicant, Dominic. What do you think? Is someone that was maybe more interested than I was in, in near automata? Are you, uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, Are you no, interested or, in or this? Automata, or whatever the hell they <laughs> But Auto magical. So I, 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 I want to play. Um, Near auto, um, automata, uh, some more. I, I yeah, on the PC now. They, they now. Have since, that since, game since, pass one. Yeah, since it's a game pass one, and then I can use cheats and hurt me fucking get through it. So <laughs> that's really, I do want to get back into that though. So yeah. maybe one day I'll get there. All Actually, right, now well, I should. It's a new month, and I I want to get back into the fray. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna help my friend anymore. I'm like, nah, you ain't gonna help <laughs> anymore. I'm gonna beat your fray. ass. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm getting back. Yeah, it's my right. friend because now I'm going to compete with my friend. Now it's like you know what, uh, mm. but it's not going to be much competing though. You created your own I'm gonna, villain. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him because <laughs> he would never get as far as he did without me. So, yeah. <laughs> so man, we just saw Dominic become the villain. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I'm the villain now. <laughs> I created you. <laughs> You're only as big as me because of I us. broke. Uh, yes, I broke. I broke Kermit. I, actually, I, I'm thinking Kermit's gonna get back. I was like, this is my birthday month, man. Hell no. Yeah. You ain't. You ain't. Um. <laughs> you stand down. I'm taking this from me. <laughs> <laughs> you try, right. try to take Black History Month, they ain't, ain't, ain't take it though. I stopped him. <laughs> Man. All right, Dominic. We got Genshin Impact that's now out on the PS5. Check that out there. Okay. Uh, no, wait also, a minute. Oh, yeah, PS5. Okay, PS5 yeah, version. PS5. I was about to say, yep. it's like it's already on PlayStation. Yep. Upgraded version. We also have Total War Rome remastered out on the PC. Oh, yeah. So if you want to get your Total War on here. Now I can't play it. It's just too much power. (laughs) (laughs) You can only play the original. That's that's all my computer can stand. All right. We also got new Pokemon Snap out on the Nintendo Switch. So that's what it's called. It's new Pokemon (laughs) Snap. Yep. Oh, my God. They're so creative, aren't they? Yeah. 
And did you good. see that there's a there's a little printer that you can hook up to your phone to and print out little Polaroid style things of your Pokemon? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, I think I, it's like a hundred dollars though. So oh, okay, and then like packs of film come in like fifteens or fives or something, oh and are God. more expensive than they should be. That's why you got digital, you sons of bitches. <laughs> yes, I just share all my pictures on Instagram. Man, maybe I'm going to invest in this game, Dominic. I'm going to I'm going to invest in Pokemon Snap, and then I'm going to start an Instagram account for my Pokemon Safari. I've got this sorted out now, Dominic. I'm doing it. Yeah. All right, and then we have Returnal on the PS5. Big exclusive for them. I'm hearing some positive things about that game. What do you think? No, yeah, I, I'm hearing great reviews for this game. So that's great that one of the big exclusives to PS5 has gotten another great review. So, I mean, you look at the exclusives. Like with PS5, I mean, they've been pretty good. I mean, going yeah. back to the um, Demon Demon Souls yeah, remake. Demon Souls, Astro's Playroom, Miles yeah, Morales, I mean, all that yeah. stuff was hitting pretty well. So um, yeah. even, um, I mean, I don't know. I think, how did that Battle Arena car game, what was it called? All uh, stars. destruction all stars yeah i think i got yeah. an average pretty average scores yeah. but it, it's free so it's like what the hell exactly. uh, so, yeah but yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. so they're doing yeah you, you got some games you got some games and some variety you got ratchet clink coming out too yeah and it's definitely a variety because like i was telling you earlier i didn't really know that this was a roguelike until relatively recently and that's kind of what a lot of the talk around this has been recently because it's a $70 game and, and there's a lot of, you know, kind of him and hauling about it being a $70 game because it's, I think part of it is because it's a roguelike. I mean, a lot of it is probably because it's a roguelike because it does oh, yeah, definitely. look like a triple a, you know, style game. It's very graphically gorgeous. I think it looks very good. Um, but that aspect of it does make people wonder if it's worth a quote unquote full price, especially when you see games like Hades winning fucking dice awards all over the place in a similar genre, you know, obviously a different art style, but beautiful in its own way coming out at like $25 and you kind of, eh, I don't know if that's, you know, where I'm at, but it's like you and I were discussing before we started recording the podcast what i think it's more about is people just not knowing what returnal is and that's why you need demos out there to get people familiar with it and go oh yeah i i do enjoy this game a lot and if there's a substantial amount of it after this that i will continue to enjoy then it will be worth 70 dollars to me maybe not someone else you know and that's i really wish we would get back to the point where we're getting demos in relatively regular fashion from these games yeah because it's man that is a hard pill to swallow like i gotta take yeah. a chance on this i gotta take mm-hmm. a chance on this game for 70 dollars and i don't and if i don't like it and sometimes you know especially video games i mean you got the two-hour window i think i believe that you might can give it back digitally anyway if you get it digital, you yeah. got a chance to get a refund. 
but some games, yo, it takes time. Two hours may not be enough to say this game is worth it. Like with mm-hmm. the demo, you can play it multiple times. You really can get a feel for it. Um, like you can get a feel like, ah, okay, I can take a chance on this. Two hours, like two hours time limit. You know, you're starting from the beginning. Like once you once you play like once you two hours from when you play it, and you know you got cutscenes, you got also the tutorial, you got yeah. all this stuff that takes up that time to really learn the game. That like some things you can really figure out that yeah I can give it back for a refund. Um, like if the game is broken, that's the most of the time you do it. So game broken, yeah. like. Something else like something slow starter, you don't know. It could be you get getting good later on. So he's like, I'll, I'll play a little bit more. But then it just falls flat. And it's like, ah, I can't return it. I already got it. And and I don't and that's not a like I don't I guess the two hour window. I think that's a, still a good window. It's just that that's why yeah. you still need demos. I think right. that's what it is. But there's that's also the need. perception of like if you do use it like that that you're abusing the system in some way, right? Like, yeah. oh, if I download the game and play it for two hours, but then refund it and do that relatively constantly, like, people are going to be like, oh, you're abusing the system. That's not the way this was intended. It's for, like you said, broken games or something like that. And it's like, well, you don't give me any other option. What do you want me to do? Do you want me to pirate it? I could do that instead. But I'm not sure that I want to pay $70 for this game yet. And, you know, you aren't giving me a way to find out whether I, I do want to or not. Or I think especially it's important to have demos in this day and age because, one, a demo on the PC will allow you to see if your PC is going to be able to handle it. And it's also important in a similar fashion on the consoles now because, as you said, MLB The Show doesn't run that great on the xbox now in this case we have game pass which is in a way allows you to function like a demo but you're gonna see that a lot right you're gonna see games releasing on both generations and maybe the older generation just doesn't hold up this cyberpunk is obviously the, the best example of that I just really wish we could get back to normalizing demos. I thought Microsoft was doing a fantastic job of that during the Xbox 360 time, you know, especially with the Xbox Live Arcade stuff. But you would still see a lot of demos for other games, and it really just disappeared when we got to the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4, and that's disappointing. All right, so... I guess that's it. Yeah. This was a long one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Anything else for the week, Dominic? Nah, I'm good. All right. Thank you guys as always for listening. You can check us out on Twitter. Dominic is at DStalworth5. I'm at RegulusMB. The podcast is at Superpod, S-U-P-A-P-O-D. Superpod.com is the website. You can check us out there. Has links to all the places you can find us, including YouTube, where there's a video version of this podcast with gameplay underneath of the audio, as well as iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify. And until next time, guys, we'll see you later. All right, see you.